0: I see those big bright shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big bright shiny red trucks just a looking for another load. Well, it's a family tradition. Any rocky mountain day. Our fathers before us showed us the way. We work for asphalt cowboys concrete kings, but that's never been a problem, cause we got diesel in our veins, we've got diesel in our veins, I see those big bright shiny red trucks,
1: what's up JFW family, welcome back to the channel 23 podcast, the purpose of this podcast is to reach out and touch the fleet, to engage and inform everyone with all things JFW. Welcome back, Brother Jim, Brother Dave, Super Dave, and we have for his second time, Paco, a.k.a. Pox Nahara.
2: Morning, everybody. Morning, Morning,
3: morning, Francisco. Morning.
2: Wow. That was super. (laughs) (laughs) That would be David.
3: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) David.
1: Well, we always like to kick the podcast off with the pledge. Paco, you want to lead us in that?
4: I pledge allegiance to the flag flag of the United States States of America
3: and 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 to the republic Republic for for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
1: So hey, last week we made a prayer for John and Cindy, and I said they were friends with Steve Barnes. Well, later that day, my phone rang and it said Steve Barnes, and I was like, I screwed it up, huh? He's like, you did. He's like, I don't know who those people are. <laughs> <laughs> but the cool part about it is the person that did request it, Jesse Roddenbaugh, he didn't tell me I screwed it up. He just said, thank you for the prayers. Very so cool. Like, oh. So anyway, I was like, well, let me make a correction next week, and we'll pray for them again. Well, the so really nice.
2: good thing is we prayed for somebody that he didn't know. I mean, that, it's still all good
1: yeah right yeah, yeah we were praying for the
2: people it was just the wrong
5: well we prayed right for wrong. the right people wrong requester <laughs> yeah so yeah. we got
1: it straight though but let me fix it
5: it was the payor not the payee
1: exactly you got it right father god we thank you for the opportunity to go out and do some trucking today we pray for the safety of our fleet all of their families and all the other families and individuals we come across on the road today we pray for patience and in making good safe decisions We pray to be accident-free and that we all make it back to the comfort of our homes this evening. We pray for healing and 100% recovery for all of our family members that are ill. We pray for a miracle for Cindy and strength and peace for John. And we pray that we find Amber's mom. No matter what, we trust you, God. And it's in Jesus' name we pray.
2: Amen. Amen. Again, Jam, not to (laughs) interrupt you, but that... That part about being safe and families getting home safe. Yeah. You know, we had an accident yesterday. Yep. And and the guy's claiming injuries and we just we just bumped into him. The severity of that is is just over the top.
1: Yeah, I mean the prayer should be we don't bump into somebody who's gonna lie about the accident. But <laughs> but Yeah, in we, all seriousness, like there's a lot at stake. Yep. Yep. One hundred percent. So As a reminder, anything you hear on today's podcast is not the opinion of JFWs. It's just Paco, Dave and Dave, and Jim's and I's. Episode 83, 465 downloads. We are steadily trending downward. Uh Uh-oh, not good. But we had the most comments. I'll get to that in a second. We're at 36,900 downloads, and we have 197 followers. Even though we didn't have a lot of listens or plays last week, I had more comments about That was the best episode ever.
3: I had several myself. I had like three people be like, oh, that was the
1: best. That was the best. Saying they loved it. Yeah. So Mm. I was like.
2: I didn't get any feedback. I must not have been upset enough to anybody (laughs) tell me to calm (laughs) down. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's the reason it was the best. I don't know.
1: Um, Funny enough, there have been a lot of bacon comments because we were talking about my (laughs) safe word. I had people just texting me out of the blue bacon. (laughs) The emoji of bacon's. One guy was like, who is it? Nick Purcell, he's like, you know, I just call you Jam Bacon now. So (laughs) I thought that was pretty funny.
5: That is, that's a good one.
1: Omar Reyes, he did say, I enjoyed this week's podcast. I really enjoyed the self-improvement discussion you guys had about surrounding yourself with great people. Reminded me of a quote I heard, act like the person you want to become till you become. I'd love to hear more on self-improvement topics such as money management and et cetera on the podcast. Well, Omar, if you want to hear about money management, I don't know if you've gone back, but uh, Linda did a whole Dave Ramsey series about financial peace. So, go back and check those out. I'll try to get you episode numbers.
2: Yeah, it she is, was. She was giving out books. She gave right. out oh, ten yeah, books. Yeah. I mean, there's Dave Ramsey's have a couple quick, easy books. You know, yep. they're they're good stuff to follow.
1: Absolutely, one hundred percent. Well, guys, it's time for the dad joke challenge. Paco, you are the guest, so you get to kick it off.
6: I hope you don't answer this one. Speaking to the mic, please. I hope you don't answer this one. Do you, um, have you heard about that new movie that was coming out, uh, Constipated?
1: Has it come out yet?
6: It has it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to tell you earlier, don't answer uh, my joke. Uh, if you
1: listened to the podcast, you would have known that I told that joke myself.
6: You did? Well, I got another one then. <laughs> this one you can't answer because it just goes. I used to run a dating service for chickens, but I was struggling to make hens meet.
1: <laughs> ah, I like that. That's great. Who wants yeah. to go next? <laughs>
5: I'll, i'll go i'll go so somebody jump in it's rough
1: you know
3: everybody pays attention not everybody i guess to style trends and so forth and eyebrows are a big deal nowadays on on women right have you all noticed that uh yeah well my wife she drew her eyebrows a little too high the other day i told her that she seems surprised
5: <laughs> uh, that's funny, that's funny. BD, <laughs> go,
1: go for it or...
5: alright everybody knows my son's getting ready for college gets out of here in August uh, do you guys know why the son doesn't need to go to college oh. he's
1: already bright something to do with being
5: bright it's already got 8 million degrees. Oh, man. That's good. I like it. I did, wah, wah. I, I did read that oh, place. Man, I got want-wad. Oh. I got more. There's more where that come from. <laughs> more want-wads?
2: <laughs> uh, so, a wife comes home uh, and her husband's in the kitchen just swatting flies. And she's like, What are you doing? Do we have that many flies? He's like, Yeah, we do in the kitchen. It was a mess. He said, I got two males and a female. And she's like, what? How can you tell which are males and which are female? He said, two were on the beer cans and one was on the phone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. I'm going to give you guys a choice. I told you the joke about the the three bulls and the cows. Yeah. I can either tell that one or a joke about a trucker, a hitchhiker, and a priest.
3: (laughs) Oh, got to go with the trucker joke. All right.
1: So, a trucker hates lawyers so much that when he sees them, he runs them over. <laughs> One day he sees a priest hitchhiking and he decides to give, him the holy, give the holy man a ride. As they go along the road, the trucker spots a lawyer by the side of the road and steers to run over him. At the last minute, he remembers the priest in the truck and he swears away, hoping to avoid judgment of his sins. He says, I'm sorry, Father, I don't know what came over me. The priest replies, don't worry, I got him with the door. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, all right. New employees. We had one, uh, one of new employees start this week, and that is Oscar Castarina. Welcome.
3: welcome, Oscar. Yep, welcome, Oscar. Welcome.
1: welcome. Excellent. Anniversaries. We missed a pretty important anniversary yesterday or last week. I really need to get my act together together (laughs) (laughs) and that was dave white hit 36 years on 6-1 congratulations Congratulations. thank you
3: man you are an old
5: fart right right no doubt
1: (laughs) david Gayton hit five years on sunday the fourth jesus varela he hits two years today mike tafoya hits three years tomorrow And Ryan Emmerling, his three years on Friday.
2: Very cool. Uh, Congratulations, guys. Great celebration. Good job, guys. Thank you.
1: We we didn't have a single one-year anniversary. These are all seasoned vets. Yeah,
2: that's awesome.
1: Very cool. Awesome. Birthdays, Jack Domenico, his birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday, Jack. Happy
5: Happy birthday, Jack. Jack. Happy birthday, Jack. Happy birthday.
1: Family birthday celebrations. We missed this birthday, but it was big country's fault. Jackie Riley, her birthday was on June 2nd. And then, uh, and Carlo, he's a new employee here. His son Landon turns 11 this week. So, happy birthday, Landon! Good, yeah.
2: yeah, happy birthday.
1: Shout outs. I want to give a shout out. I'm sure we all want to give a shout out to Ish. Did you guys all see the video of him putting out that uh grass fire? Yeah,
5: man, yeah. all he was missing was his fireman's hat and coat. He I told done. him,
1: I said, you should try out for the fire department. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically, he was-, he was up. Uh, it looked like. Somewhere up near Fair Play. I yeah. just assumed there was a DJ Coleman truck there. It looked like a motorcycle <clears throat> caught on fire somehow. Like his bag was on fire. Yeah, and it the was guy, his backpack. His ba- he threw his backpack in the grass and Ish went over there with his fire extinguisher and put it out. So.
5: Yeah, but was it on fire from skidding across the ground? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> no, the motorcycle next was laid was over. Yeah. yeah, so I
3: asked Ish about it. Um, his bag was kind of hanging down on his exhaust. Right. Oh. Caught on fire. So it was attached to the seat somehow, and he pu- pulled it really hard to get it away from the bike, and that's what tipped the bike over, oh, wow. and he got pissed off and threw it into the grass. <laughs> oh, and the grass is on <laughs> yeah, fire. the grass caught <laughs> <Wow>. on fire. <laughs> wow.
2: Oh, that really starts to turn out to be a bad day. Yeah, it, uh-huh. it
3: steamrolled. It <laughs> steamrolled on the guy.
1: You could tell watching Ish spring into action, he's got a really big amygdala.
5: Yeah, yeah. You better explain that, Jim. Amygdala is a part of the brain. There's going to be some confusion (laughs) out there amongst our people.
1: The amygdala is a part of the brain that makes people jump into action. It's your hero part of your brain, basically. It is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Alfonso Ledesma, he said, Good morning, I broke down yesterday in 00100. PTO line came out. 0025, I don't remember his name, and 001, Big John stopped to help. Want to give him a shout-out for stopping and helping out. So that would have been um, Armando DeVal in 25. Nice. yeah shout-out. Armando. Amber sent me an email last night, said, would you please make sure to give the kiddos a special shout-out for me tomorrow. The kiddos would be uh, JR's son Isaiah and my daughter Bella. They were down here Saturday raising Heck and... Uh, Amber got them to do some poster boards for the uh, truck, truck Driver Appreciation Week. She said they did such a great job on the drawings on the poster boards for Appreciation Week. They were such a big help and made those posters way more special than I could have ever made them. It was so fun getting to watch them draw with so much creativity. They sure made it fun while lighting up the room with laughter. Thank you to the little ones, and thank you for making this week even more special. So
5: Nice. Did you say Truck Driver Appreciation Week?
1: Truck Driver and Wash Bay Appreciation Week. Mechanic. Sort of, mechanic,
5: mechanic. Oh, pf, week. mechanic. <laughs> I, ju- I, I was like, oh, did he say truck driver?
1: Yeah, I sure did. Mechanic and Wash Bay Appreciation nice. Week. Nice. Yeah. Yep. I thought
6: Very we were cool. going to get burritos. <laughs> yeah.
1: I was up late last night. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Did you see what Bella put JFW means?
2: Yeah, I don't remember, but it was cool. broke, it broke down.
5: Yeah. Warrior. The W was warrior. The, yeah. just, the F was fierce.
1: J was justice, F, That's right. F was faith, and then W oh, was warrior. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, that is cool. And then uh, Troy Holmes, he sent me a shout-out this morning. Let me pull that up. I want to give a shout-out to Jake and John in the shop for fixing the window on 0026, so it rolls down and up now. It took them a week to find the broken wire, but they kept looking until they found it. Thank you for not giving up. Hey, awesome shout-out for mechanic and wash bay appreciation yeah right yep yep and then we have a winner looks like george puck he said shut up to adam but he meant shout out to adam the load operator (laughs) at (laughs) fair (laughs) play keeping our trucks in and going in and out very quick thank you adam great work so there you go oh cool there's also a voice message that i'll listen to later (laughs) 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 you guys got any shout outs
5: yeah, I got a, a quick shout out there for uh, uh, Rico uh, Christensen. Uh, he's kind of got some bumps in the road he's going through in life. And uh, hang in there, Rico. You can handle it, man. You'll get through it. Everything will be just fine. I got I got faith in you. And then uh, one shout out, Paul Lenzini. Hey, brother. I'm not on Facebook very often, but I was on there this weekend. And you got to change your cover page, your cover picture. You can't have that beer bottle on there anymore. I know you're a manly man.
1: Oh, he's got a Bud Light on there.
5: <laughs> <laughs> man, I wasn't gonna name it. Yeah, Paul, it. you need to get the Bud Light off your Facebook page. <laughs> oh
1: man. Uh Pox, you got any shout outs? Are you yeah. done, Dave? Oh.
6: Yeah, no, I think that was it. Got a shout out for Jason. I've been meaning to send it to you, but I was like, one day I'll be back. But uh the course guy, the night course guy. Yeah. Um I think he plays games with me. Uh, He keeps my truck super clean. And sometimes I don't know if it was used for course until I'm back there and I see a little tiny piece fall off. Of course, you know, it gets stuck in there. Like he cleans the windshields. He cleans everything. A lot of times I don't fill up at night. Like just sometimes I don't. But I I come in super early. So I fill up in the mornings and sometimes he'll, he'll have it filled up already. And so I know. I was like, oh, he used it. And I tell him, like, hey, don't fill it up. I'll fill it up in the morning when I get there. And then uh, he still does and cleans my mats, everything. Like, he's good, good. That's like, awesome. really, really yeah. good. That's nice. awesome. That's got to feel good, too, when you jump in, Paco, and you don't have to fuel it. Yeah, no, no, it, it does. And, I, and I've told him, like, hey, fill it up when you go, and then just leave it like that. And he's all like, I'll always have it filled up. Yeah. And, and even hold. the windshield, like, to clean the windshield. Because when you go to them dairies, it's, it's bad. It's, it's really bad. A lot bad. of bugs. Yeah, and i'd want him to
1: take my truck
2: every night
6: he will (laughs) yeah ask him to right yeah no and then he he he'll preload me and he'll send me like at two in the morning i'll get the text that is preloaded he'll put the pin because i don't ever really go to uh any dairies he'll put the pin he'll he left me the the book last time showed me like exactly where to dump nice he's, he's cool he's a really good dude well, yeah above and beyond
5: we're, we're spoiled with him and Charlie those guys are, yeah
6: they do an amazing job
2: yeah yeah and then for for Jason to go through the you know situational awareness when I mean, you got to ma- mention that because what kind of situation is he putting you in you know
6: in a good one good, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, hes he setting set you set up you for, for success, success right yeah. Yeah. he doesn't yeah. just
3: leave a sticky note that says good luck bud yeah no, no and, and he he
6: knows that I don't go to them places and he's just yeah. like for him to even send me the pin you know like I just He'll tell me if I'm going through the scales or not, and he's, he's cool. I like that, dude. He's really good. Nice. That's awesome.
3: Have you ever met him?
6: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to
5: ride with him last time, but his son was there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh man! Any more
1: pox?
6: No. Okay. Unlike sure. the other people. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I just want to mention to everybody, it's not really a shout-out, but it will be next week. Um, just a reminder because we want to get the word out, and we'll mention it next week also. But Marty retires uh, next Friday, and we're having a little get together at Yard Twenty Three. Yes, Dave. So yeah, we'll have ice cream truck and some snacks, stuff like that, and uh, like everybody to come by and mm. and uh, say goodbye to Marty and and wish him well. And just wanted to make sure it's you know on this podcast. And next podcast we'll announce yeah. it. Yeah. Excellent. Marty's
5: been trying to retire for like 10 years, hasn't he? He has. He has. Well, yeah. I thought
2: since the day he walked in. Yeah, you know, right. So.
5: I'm retiring soon. <laughs> since I started, for sure.
6: Yeah. Um, I told him we got a pull on a, a bet that he's going <laughs> to yeah. retire or not. Right.
2: <laughs> Whether it will really happen. He's yeah.
3: pretty convinced.
6: This... Or he's
3: convincing me because I've asked several times. Amber asked him just yesterday, and he is unequivocally, hey, Marty, you going to stay this time? nope nope i mean he is sharp on that answer no yeah
2: Yeah, he came up to the office just last week Mm -hmm. too and talked to me which is nice when he comes up and says hey and uh yeah he's like nope he's he's done
3: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah well good for him man i won't be working when i'm 75 years old yeah not driving a truck for 12 hours a day right right
5: you're not 75 (laughs) <laughs> man. Next, man. Shots fired. <laughs> 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 next year that, that's not even across the bow that was in the bow <laughs> <laughs> that was I mean, you, look,
2: a, you look 40 yeah because I, I he read them off to me too. Well, I got less gray hair than you Paco <laughs> yeah, this is my man lights <laughs>
6: <laughs>
2: uh, that he spent I think it was 30 years at Coors
3: uh, 20 and I think because he was with Bechtel for a good 10 he said 10 at yeah.
2: Bechtel and then something else and then us for the last 14
4: mm-hmm. so
3: i was thinking wow. the other day i was trying to put it down on how long i've known marty and uh i think it's a good 25 years now because we were hauling all that turkey poop for mm-hmm. bechtel yeah when I um, worked for bechtel yeah, all over the place back yeah. in those days pioneer Valmer, pioneer Springs, yeah the pioneers the pioneer yeah. stuff isn't that crazy all of the
5: a1 organics yeah yeah funny how we've seen things come and go hmm yeah
2: Any other shout-outs, guys? No, that's it for me, Jim.
5: Okay. Oh, yeah, shout-out for Manny Velasquez. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know you just had some back surgery, Manny. Hang in there, buddy. We're all praying for you. Hopefully, you get a speedy recovery, and you can come back soon. Absolutely.
1: 100%. All right, moving into the discussion. Dave, you brought this up. We had the fourth Wettest May in the history of...
5: Yeah, funny, I think I've seen two newscasts all year so far, and the one was two weeks ago and they said we're the fifth wettest May. <laughs> and then I just saw one Friday night that said we officially made the fourth wettest May. So man. that's just a lot of water. I mean everybody Ooh. knows the amount of rain we've gotten. Hopefully everybody's got their sprinklers off and you know, I, I guess that's the plus side to it. It's screwing work up, but man, what we're not getting done right now it's gonna it, be it's way gonna behind. Hit. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna yeah. hit. Yeah,
1: my wife said to me the other day, she's like hasn't this spring just been amazing? And I'm like, <laughs> well, people are suffering because of it. <laughs> but, yeah, the grass is happy, you know what I mean? And we do need the moisture, and it's yeah. nice to not be in a drought. And there there are a lot of benefits, but it sure is not helping work.
4: Absolutely, yeah, and Jim. And
1: I yeah. broke it down to her. She was like, wow, well, I certainly didn't mean it was nice for that, but it is, you know. I,
5: yeah. what, but, what a gorgeous time of the year, though, Jim. Yeah. I mean, I know I was off Saturday, Sunday, and, You know, you wake up, you smell that fresh air, and Janet and I have a spot on our deck in the backyard. We can go out. It's covered. It's raining outside. We grab a little blanket and our cups of coffee at 6 a.m. And you can't see the sunrise, but you watch it get light out. And I mean, it just, you don't get those every day, you know, and it's just so nice to do that. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. Dave talked to Theron from Brandon just the other day, Jam, and same kind of comment. He said, the rain is great we need the rain but it is hard on work you know because he's the asphalt side of it right so it's it's not good
1: yeah asphalt they got a shorter window
2: yeah in general yeah they're not <laughs> doing anything yeah, yeah right. right so
1: okay uh, we had mentioned uh retirement of flags a few weeks ago over the last couple podcasts actually well and <clears throat> has done some research her and her husband uh, wanted to let us know that there is a flag retirement ceremony on June 14th at 6 p.m. at the Platteville Veterans Memorial at 12837 County Road 32. Um, I did a little research, and there is a really heavy responsibility that must be addressed to uh, give proper dignity and respect to the flags when you retire them. And um, I, I started watching videos, and... Man, if you ain't doing it right, people are going to let you know. So there's this guy out there called the Drill Sergeant. He's got a a blog or something. Well, anyway, I was watching um, a flag retirement ceremony, and they, they cut the stars off and then burned the stars separately. Wow. Because they said it's no longer a flag once you cut the stars out of it, and you didn't want to disgrace the flag. But this guy's like, you're disgracing it by cutting it. I was just
5: going to say that. Yeah, he's
1: like, people need to quit doing that. You know, the proper way is the only time you should cut the flag if it's too big to burn without cutting it. Otherwise, you don't cut the flag. Oh, So, yeah, I was like so impressed with my research. And I was going to talk about that. And then I got to his blog. I'm like, oh, none of that stuff should be going on. Wow.
4: Yeah.
3: Wow. And how do you're supposed to burn it in a certain way, right? Are you supposed to have it folded or?
1: You know, what I did see is they have one distress flag that they lower and that represents all the flags. And then they just had like this big square tin box that they were throwing the flags and mm. so and that, i'm not saying that's how they do it in platteville that's just how the video was that i watched so mm.
5: interesting yeah. do they say anything or anything jim i mean is there a, oh yeah yeah there was people. a prayer or yeah there's
1: things being said yes yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely all right jim you want to take the next one and talk about our insurance renewal
2: yeah we can we can go over that i just want to i'm going to interrupt myself jim Hey, what was the, did any of us write it down, or we, we heard that comment last night, I want to talk about it, about the ride-alongs and then the rider being blamed if he's driving the truck, and oh I think yeah. you brought it up so, to him. nasty rumor. Yeah, I think we need to address that. And, and I'm, I don't, uh, I'd love to sorry it. to
3: interrupt, but I don't think it just applies to riders. I think the drivers are talking about if they're driving so-and-so's truck. Like, because so-and-so is on vacation.
1: Mm. Honestly, it was pretty annoying. So, we we got a lot of people doubled up right now, you know. And we're a type of company that we want to make sure everybody gets to work and gets paid. So, what does JFW do? Because there's other companies, if you don't have a truck assignment, you're on a spare board. Mm -hmm. The spare board means we're going to call you if we need you. We're not going to guarantee you work every day. So, JFW goes above and beyond and offers a guaranteed $300 to come to work and ride with somebody, to be fair to you. It's not doing JFW any favors. It's, this is for you. This is for retention as well. This is just to provide to be better than other people, right? So yesterday, guy's like, <clears throat> how does ride-alongs work? So I'm like, well, you get 300 bucks. Well, his buddy's like, well, I don't drive. I just ride. If I'm a ride-along, I'm going to just ride. And I'm like, well, why? And he's like, because if you break something while you're driving somebody else's truck, you'll be blamed for it. I'm like, no, that's not true. Well, I've heard the stories. I'm like, did you hear a story from myself, JR, Scooby, one of the leaders? No, I heard it from the other drivers. <laughs> so right there, it's just, I don't, I don't know how to navigate through that, right? Rumor Part of being- gossip.
5: Huh? It's rumor and gossip. Yeah,
1: I mean- And I say this all the time. If there's something going on, come to somebody that has the answer. You know, come to one of the leaders. You know, I meet with people when they first start and every two weeks for a long time, for months, to make sure that everything goes smooth. And in that first meeting, I specifically say, if there's any questions about anything, come to me and ask. You know, so to hear about, well, I heard the rumors and I've heard the stories. I mean, it's just BS. Right. As a ride along, you know, maybe the guy driving doesn't want you to drive. And if you guys agree to that, cool. But I know if I was in a truck and I had a rider, I mean, it would be nice to like, hey, you want to take a couple of rounds? You know, yeah. Yeah. maybe you got some emails or Facebook or something yeah. to, to do. And, did, you know, you could just kind of break off from the work for a little bit. I don't know. So,
5: maybe you can pay attention and hone your skills a little bit too.
1: Oh, that right. TikTok or hone your skills, one yeah. or the other. Yeah, much easier <laughs> to
5: TikTok.
2: <laughs> yeah, and we've, you know, on the podcast, we've repeatedly said how important the spare driver is, what we need, why we do it, how we do it, what it benefits, you know, and then why should any one of us go yell at anybody for breaking a truck? I mean, if you have an accident, we got to address that, but breaking the truck, our trucks break. I mean I wish they wish they didn't.
1: Yeah, we have a team of mechanics to fix broke fix broken stuff.
2: Yeah. I like, mean that's
1: their job. Yeah, they Mike fix- was
2: just complaining about it. <laughs> he can't even get to the maintenance. He's just fixing them, jam. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and it, yeah, it is it is discouraging, especially when when me and Dave talk to people, they ask us about drivers. They ask us about a driver situation. We brag that we have extra drivers. And they're like, how are you keeping them? We tell them what we're doing, and we're like, right. oh, that's amazing. How did you think about that? Right. And you know, my ending arguments here, <laughs> closure, <right>? here <laughs> closure here, is, is to do the right thing. And when you look at it, we're, we're trying to do the right thing you know and hopefully that passes to that driver or that the guy that's you know riding along or not riding along or like you said Dave right. even if you get put in somebody else's truck you know there is the point of being clean leave it the way you found it or better than you found it you know clean out the bed there's there's those things that should be done but if it breaks, it breaks. It's not, it's not somebody's fault. And then. And then
5: yeah, you're going to be in trouble when you're on your phone and you're in the pit and you drive over a sand pile and bend a bumper. Yeah, that's, that's breaking your but truck. But
2: that has nothing to do with driving somebody
3: else's truck, right, right exactly. Dave?
5: Yeah, you if know? you
3: break the broom, let us know. We'll get you a new one.
5: Yeah. Everything
1: our, our creed says together. Right. right? So you're going to ride in a truck and be like, well, we're not, we're not really doing this together.
5: Um, we've touched upon him a couple times already this morning, but Dave Dave Ramsey, I mean, he's the he's one of the greatest powers on how to gain wealth. Do you know what his number one thing is? Do you guys know how to turn thirty bucks into three hundred?
2: Don't spend the thirty. Go to work.
5: <laughs> right. It's Dude. not a trick. You know yeah. what I mean. It's not a secret. Yeah. It's not. It's not anything. You have to go to work to earn money, to make money, to invest money. Easiest way to turn thirty bucks into three hundred. Go to work.
1: Full disclosure, we had a we had a new person. He he no longer works here because he didn't wanna be doubled up. Like he didn't like the idea of not having a truck assignment, which I'm pretty sure Dave, you probably told him when he took the job.
3: Dave and keeps everything secret. Yeah. I don't tell anybody anything. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Secrets we'll and lies. That's what we call yeah. Super Dave.
1: Smokes and mirrors. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, he would, he, you know. Only I,
3: tell them what they want to hear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, we're just kidding. <laughs> That's the why. So Isn't that
2: reverse psychology? Maybe we should try that, Jim.
1: You know, we could we could probably just forget about all the culture stuff. You know, just assign numbers to drivers and see how it works out.
4: Yeah. Right.
1: But anyway, I do want to give this driver credit. He 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 communicated well.
4: Good.
1: He didn't he didn't just ghost, ghost us. us or yeah. he didn't say you know, he he wasn't I mean, I don't agree with it, but he communicated. He communicated to me on a Friday like hey, you know, I just want to let you know this is really different for me. Then Monday, he was going to be doubled up. He told dispatch, I don't want to be doubled up. Well, Tuesday he came around. He's going to be doubled up again. He called me. Who do I need to talk to about this being doubled up thing? And I'm like, well, <laughs> what's, what's, the, what's the deal? Because you're not, you're not almost getting a truck. Like you're in the middle of the, the name list to get a truck. There's not a whole lot of movement in the fleet right now. It could be a little while. He's like, I'll have to call you back. And he just, he's like, you know, I'm just going to have to opt out. This isn't for me. And, you know, I was like, thank you. God bless you. Wish you the best somewhere else. And, you know, at least he communicated. So it's not for everybody. And JFW is not for everybody. But if we are for a lot of people. We're for Paco. Don't double,
6: don't double me up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're a trainer. You get doubled up all uh, the, the time. I'm a
5: stinky guy. Jam, I, I just, <laughs> it. Made me think of it because you were talking about, you know, somebody just leaving and ghosting us and whatever. We run into that a lot, Super Dave, especially on setting up the interviews. You know, we'll, we've talked, I think it's almost, it, do you think the percentage has gone down, Dave? Or do you think you get ghosted 50% of the time? I think it's gone
3: down a little bit. Um, I kind of agree. It seems people are a little bit hungrier for work right now.
5: Yeah, yeah, but Mm -hmm. still, tons of ghosting, right? I mean, you'll set an interview and people don't show up. Absolutely, we'll have people that work here. They could be here six days or six months or, I hope not six years. I hope we've proven that difference, but (laughs) they just ghost you. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's never a call. There's never a quit. There's never anything. And I just ran into a a piece from Kevin O'Leary, and he's the Mm. he's the guy on Shark Tank. You know, Mr. Mr. Wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful, Everybody knows him, right? And man, he's talking about how that is starting to impact people's lives because it's catching up with them because they've ghosted so many positions and so many jobs and the people are trying to go get another job and they'll call and get the previous experience or whatever and they're like "Uh, we didn't even know the guy left (laughs) you know what i mean he didn't give notice he didn't tell us he quit nothing and man it is it is really starting to make an impact which i'm thankful for right i mean it's just i don't know you make your
1: bed, you got to line it. We had right? a guy, we had a. Well, you brought it up to our attention, Dave. We had a guy go apply at Brandon, which is like our brother company, like, right? Yeah. Like if we're connected with anybody's Brandon, and we had a guy that left six months ago that's saying he's still working here. Yeah. You know, and he did ghost us, and yeah. I don't think he's going to get that job. Uh, nope, not at Brandon. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: oh man. And then just to, just to finish up the insurance renewal, we got a little off the subject there. But <laughs> kind oh, of—that's what
3: all right, we were
2: talking about. That, uh. <laughs> yeah, just a, an, another painful subject. I'm glad you
1: brought it up, though. Not the insurance renewal. I mean, I'm happy. I'm glad you brought up that situation because, like I said, it was hard for me to navigate. When 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 somebody tells me, "Well, I already heard. I heard the stories from the drivers, and they're not comprehending that you need to talk to a leader." I don't I don't know what else to do there.
2: You know, right. It's like, it, yeah. It's, it's frustrating. It's yeah. yeah. And then, and w- the thing is, Jam, we've never said that we've never done that. Ever. Never, ever, Not you in know I mean? It just doesn't, it just doesn't come up. Tell so. me
1: one time since 1935 that that has
2: happened. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, Jam. I mean, it just like, yeah, oh. you know, you just, I don't know. Sometimes you just, it's amazing where the rumors start. I mean, right. how did that start? Was it just somebody that was frustrated that day and decided to,
5: I think some people kind of just live in those those circles. That's how they've lived do they their life. They need drama. They do. Yeah. yeah. They they've they've they were raised that way. Their environment is that way. They live that way and you know they they can't get out of that circle. You know they're just caught in it spinning instead of just going, "Hey, I need to know this. Who who I wonder who I should ask. Oh, I'll ask one of the right. one of the leaders, one of the team or whatever." So you know, I wanna I, I, I we keep getting off the subject of Jim. Jim will have insurance we'll renewal. Yeah. <laughs> Sooner or later Jim will It's we'll just get the cost, you. Dave. we'll get spit, it to you. Spit it out. <laughs> yeah. No, I just I right quick did the math on on the three hundred dollar ride along, you know, because that's it is on our side, it's to a degree, it's tough to swallow, but it's necessary. Right. And for us it's still a win win, right? It is just a raw cost we pay, but it's a win win because it keeps our PTO program going, it keeps our trucks on the road. It's almost like a necessary evil, but that's not the right way to say it because it's not evil. It's a good plan. But if you just do 300 bucks a day, five days a week, 52 weeks a year, that's $78,000. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. For basically,
2: for tiktok all day, or possibly <laughs> yeah. sharpening your skill.
5: Yeah. Right. Hey, come to work, and really, you don't even have to work? I want that job now. Right, right. right I mean, really, so what, what skill I w- is involved in that? I,
1: I would be telling Dispatch, listen, I'm only going to ride along with you.
5: <laughs> if I
1: can't be doubled up, don't put me in a truck. Right. <laughs> it's not well, worth
2: it.
6: <laughs> right, exactly. I'll take the day off. Yeah,
2: thanks, Jim, because you just started something.
6: <laughs> uh, that's $78,000. <laughs> We'll have yeah.
2: people wanting to be doubled up all the time. Oh, man. Hey, so... But, they, but,
1: I mean, $300, it's substantial. I mean, especially when we look at it for paying an extra, yeah. X amount of dollars for that one truck to run for the day, right? But you could go out and earn $400. You could go out and earn 450 bucks. You yeah, could go out and yeah. earn
2: 500 bucks. Right, yeah. You know, so... Yeah. Well, cor- and correct me if I'm wrong, you guys, so I don't mess this up and have a whole shitstorm here but what about the guy that is driving what if he's busy if it's like a training moment because i know when we double people up we try to maybe send them with a bulk or send them with somebody different so they learn a skill so what if the other person isn't earning money because he's spending time training or working with the guy do we cover that
3: yes um so the driver of the truck the assigned driver gets the ticket pay Unless the ticket pay is less than $300, and then we step up
4: and
1: bump his pay up to $300. He's guaranteed the three as well. But we need to talk about this in the steering committee because we had a situation come up. I mean, we 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 might as well just talk freely about it. Yeah, BD? We could talk about this? Do you remember? (laughs) I mean,
5: I remember, but I don't.
1: (laughs) Okay, if I got to edit this out, tell me. But, I mean, there's really no reason. So we had a driver come to me and say, Hey, you know, I don't really like being doubled up. And here's another guy. I got to give him credit. He didn't like it. And he came communicated like, and this, this is why I don't like to be doubled up because <clears throat> I'm getting up early to go to fry to be doubled up, but I'm not really making any extra money doing it. Right. I could come in at five, you know, and be out of the yard by six and be doubled up and make the same amount of money. than if I went and got the early fry load, with the guy that wants to go be doubled up, you know, and he brought it to our attention and we looked at some money and, you know, that truck, if he made the percentage pay, he would have done a lot better than the $300. So.
5: And I thought we switched him and paid him the we percentage. Took, we right? took yeah. care of that
1: driver, but also we need to kind of look. Cause that was the first time we've really faced that where right. the guy's like, I'm, I'm not making what I should
5: what you he know, could what he could right right, right. but i thought well, that's what i mean i thought that was we, the reason we decided that as you get what the truck earns or minimum 300 bucks yeah right? we decided
1: that for that day right, right?
5: Well, yeah and that came up for me as well jam uh,
3: the driver texted the rider hey tail lights at 4 but linda had told the rider hey check in with me at five o'clock to see if we have any call outs and i need to place you in a truck ah. Gotcha. And so there was a problem with yeah, that.
1: There's a couple things we need to iron out. Yeah, yeah.
6: So that that happened to me. It has happened to me like that. Exactly how you said it. Where mm. I tell the driver to be here early, and he's not, so that we can make some money. And then we start at five. We take off at five thirty, which that's late for me. And then dispatch calls, "Hey, come and get a truck." So then yep, that just yep, and it, it it does. But I I the, haven't complained yet about it because. It's usually only a day, you know. I'm like, right. and there's some days that I, that you guys take a loss for me, and it's like,
1: most days.
2: <laughs> 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 only Wednesdays. <laughs> we love you, Paco.
6: <laughs> yeah, I think that's a,
2: that's a give and take, though, Paco. I mean, yeah. that's the, hopefully it works out for, for us and you you know eventually but that's the that's together we're in it and what if we didn't do any of the steps we're doing right you know we're talking about this openly on the on the podcast here right. trying to make it better yeah you know and I, and i do know too i, I got to defend a little bit of that i've heard that same complaint but when you check the pay they're not even close to the 300 bucks right right it, go, it goes both ways right. yeah it does yeah
1: this driver his situation was actually different because. The guy he was doubled up with had an early off too,
2: oh. right?
1: So he finished the day out. You know, He did two loads by himself. The truck got seven loads total. The guy that went home early made more money than the rider. So he was just like, it doesn't. But we talked about it. Brother Dave was like, well, that doesn't sound right. Let's fix it, Yeah. right? So just something we probably need to address so, a little bit more.
3: Yeah, Jam, the key, you just said it. We talked about it. Yeah. and fixed it yeah and paid the that's, driver that's the key
2: yeah yeah and i think too you know that i mean how many trucks do we have down right now dave i mean along with our pto and all that kind Man, of stuff And on every
5: day it's between six to eight six yeah. are blown up like yeah they're off the road
2: yeah i mean that's that's it's terrible right now you yeah. guys i mean speaking of marty we just lost the computer in his truck yesterday had to have it towed in I don't even know what the availability of those are, do you, Dave? I mean, I because I mean, Mikey, Mikey was like... Mikey
3: was not very positive No, about
2: it. no, getting that fixed. So, yeah, I just, you know, it's it's a work in progress, I guess, and, and you have to have a little bit of patience. You know, you have to look and, at the big yeah. picture. And you
5: have to communicate and be an advocate for yourself. Mm-hmm. I think you learn that in life, where I think when you're younger, it's just easier to get mad and go, oh, they're screwing me and quit and go get another job. Where if you're an advocate... We've known after all of these years, I mean, we will hire people. And the first thing they do is go, oh, that other company was screwing me. They screwed with my pay. They messed with my pay. They messed with my pay. If you come talk to us about pay, and it's unfair, 99.9% of the time, we're going to side with you and and pay you. No. Yeah. Because we know how important that is. And we want to prove to you that we're on your side. You know what I mean? There is no there isn't that us and them this is a partnership we have to work together and man if we take care of you we know you are going to take care of us that's that's the big picture right and do the right thing it's easy when it's the right thing
3: you know and just to touch on that oh I, i jobs are everywhere i can quit and go get another job tomorrow we've all heard that listen buddy after a while that does not benefit you because i had an application just the other day a dude had like 15 jobs in 10 years and he his resume was like three pages long and Jeez. he might have been proud of the resume because he's Done this and done that <laughs> and everything and I think out of all those jobs only two He stayed at for a whole year Wow, and I'm like this dude phew, I'm not gonna waste my time calling him because he's gonna quit in three months.
1: Yeah Ultimately if I recall correctly when I was doing interviews with you Davis We were looking for people that at least would stay a year at a job at you least, I mean? oh at yeah. Least, you know, if you had yeah. if you had three jobs last year, we're not really interested in bringing you on here this
5: year. Right. So. Yep.
3: Absolutely. And sometimes you probably get make a bad decision and hire on, and the the job or the company isn't what it was advertised to be, and you made a mistake. But not fifteen times.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You and know? you and you probably look <laughs> at that, Dave. I'm sure you read through it, and you've showed them to me. Is like. The guys was someplace for five years or four years or whatever it might be, and then there was like a two month or a six month yeah. deal where they went someplace and you you could tell it didn't work out. Yeah. You know, and then you got that next one. That that's exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Not not fifteen jobs in fifteen years.
5: Mm-hmm. You know, you know was, at least you would hope that guy was honest and, and that was all the jobs <laughs> he had, Dave. <laughs> there I mean, might
3: have been a couple real short
5: ones. Right, in there exactly. But list. I mean back to the guy that Brandon called on yesterday for the for the uh, job uh, request. Post, yeah, position, yeah. Right, and he put on the application that he had worked for us from July of last year until current. So almost been with us the whole year, right? It's uh, almost July, July right? Yeah. When we looked it up, we hired him in, what was it, Jam, November, it was like November 23rd, and he actually ghosted us. Uh, no, it was like... Oh, it was like October 23rd, and he ghosted us like November... Eighth. Yeah. Eighth or something like that. Yeah. I mean, he didn't even make 60 days. Right. Yeah. And and yet he put, he falsified federal documents. Right. I mean, when you fill out a job application, because this is a, your CDL, that's a federal license. That's not, even though it says Colorado on it, that's, it, we're bound by federal regulations. He's falsified documents. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a bad guy. You know, and people don't realize that. They don't take everything yeah. we do. As serious as it is.
3: I have to question that a lot. Um, sometimes people will have three jobs listed on an application that will all say current. <laughs> you know, from February 15 to current. current yep. to, or present. They say yeah. present. Just
1: haven't quit
4: yet. Yeah. And I have to say, <laughs>
3: listen, you know, <laughs> right. you can't work at this job doing this and this other job doing that. You know, what are the dates? You, you, you know, oh, that's an old resume. Hmm. That's what I get all the time. I I should have
5: updated my resume. Yeah,
1: you should have. Come back when you do.
5: I'm still at my last three jobs. (laughs) Currently. Yes.
1: One's part-time, one's at night, and here I am.
5: So just keep in mind when you fill out an application, that's a federal document.
1: That's what's nice about the clearinghouse. You know what I mean? Because that solved the problem of failing a drug test here today, going down the road somewhere else next week. Win-win.
5: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah,
2: and and we might... We won't complain, but it tightened the pool of drivers. Mm. But it tight—it got rid of the bad drivers. It makes it better for the good drivers. It so got rid of the bad
5: people. Yeah, there's yeah. so
2: much. Yeah, not drivers. Right. Unfortunately, the bad they people.
5: may have yeah. been good drivers. Yeah, they just do drugs. Yeah. 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 There's may, probably they, some really good drivers <laughs> that do drugs.
1: They may actually be a good person that has a drug problem. Yeah. I was, was yeah.
6: going to say there's some sh- good. Drug addicts are cool. <laughs> <laughs> yep, addiction is
3: is a tough thing to overcome.
2: Yep. Yeah, we've lost some great people to alcohol, yep. you know, and just, right. just yeah. couldn't make that choice.
1: Yeah, I mean, we could go off on a whole tangent about that, but, you know, alcohol is probably one of the biggest killers. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. not illegal, so mm-hmm. people don't realize it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But imagine, imagine alcohol being illegal again, and then we can't hire people that drink. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? How many drivers would we have Would be left? a good
5: thing they can smoke weed then.
1: Right. Exactly.
5: <laughs> no butt
2: lights. <laughs> what would they do? Yeah, how would they advertise that Bud Light? Like? This Bud is for you. <laughs>
5: <laughs> That's a good one, Jim. Wow.
1: Jim, you want to talk about insurance? insurance? <laughs>
5: not, not, I'm more out, <laughs> it. Thanks boring.
1: for joining us. Let's say the creed and get on out What of else here. can we talk about?
2: <laughs> it's boring. Insurance.
3: Nobody likes insurance, do they? <laughs> right. It's kind of right? like lawyers.
2: Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, we were just uh I'm sure if anybody's paid attention, I think the insurance cards in the trucks expire on the 28th and and we do have new cards and stuff and we'll get them in the trucks, but obviously we got the renewal for next year and I know we had an accident yesterday and we talk about situational awareness and we're talking about all that stuff and just like everything, cost of eggs and milk and you know vehicles and everything else, our insurance was up. I think it was right at Ten percent, and then they got us in at eight percent, wasn't it, Dave? I was get, like,
5: when you said ten, I'm like, I thought we got eight.
2: Yeah, I think any. Yeah, I got in at eight percent. Anyway, you guys, you know, just to pass along. Sometimes we like to talk at the end of the year what what kind of money we spent, what things cost. But the insurance for this year, for this coming year, June to June, that's one point two million to cover the fleet. So it's uh, and that's some change. That's one point two million and some change um, to cover and Which could rounded be, up
5: one point three. Which yeah, could be yeah, ten thousand yeah. or ninety thousand.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the
5: change in it, right.
2: Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, we just—I guess—I like to put that out there that you know when you know the cost of things, what we're spending, what we look like we make, what we look like we spend. You know, you know, situational awareness, just all the stuff. Can I it,
3: ask a question because I'm not in your insurance meetings, but do do you ever get a break? Like, do they say, "Listen, you know this is this is the premium." But if you have X amount of claims that's less than X amount of dollars, will reduce that premium. Do they ever give you a deal like that at all?
2: They – well – Do you
3: follow? I do. Dude. They don't I offer t- it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, they do, they do offer it, but I'm going to – I don't know. Knock on wood here. I'm going to talk about it and, you know, brag on everybody, and that's, you know, the next thing here, the wash bay, the mechanics, you know, the way our drivers, this podcast – the team, everything, Dave, we're just about the lowest we can be on our experience mod for Workom's Comp. So that's a personal safety. And our safety record as far as in the trucks is as low as it can get, Dave.
7: So oh, if good. we
2: were a bad company, yes, there's this area to, that they could offer us if we reached this. We are mm-hmm. at that super, Dave. Gotcha. We are, the, we are the, to the point where people chase us down to get our business because we are, we're just paying them money and they don't have to do a whole lot. because because yeah, right. Because we're, we're good, Dave. Yeah. Basically, what it boils down to. So, answer your question. Yes, but we've gotten all those. Cool. Just like you fill out the the deal for work comp, Dave. Mm-hmm. You know, we've we've gotten what we can get, and it's the best we can get. And and um, yeah, we got some quotes on our on our auto insurance, and and we. We quite haven't settled yet, you know, even though we got the new insurance cards because, you know, people are like, you know, you should be able to get this because you're so good. Well, that
3: makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. It it does. You know, we are working hard
5: to to make
3: that happen. Yes. Right. also some magic. We work
5: hard for it. There's also some things behind the scenes, too, Dave, that we don't talk about because, you know, when we first started, we had like a $2,500 deductible and our rates were X amount and then we switched to a $5,000 deductible and we got our rates down a little bit more. Now we're at a $10,000 deductible. So if something happens, JFW pays 10 grand. Right? I and mean anything
2: anything up to 10 grand. Yes. So even you go, "Oh, that's not a bad accent. 5,000, 2,000, 3,000,
1: 6,000, 7,000, dollars well,
2: $9,999. It's yeah. it's our baby. JFW Absolute, pays it. absolutely.
5: So so to get those premiums down we're spending more money. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And I guess those are one of the things. That's how we've been able to lower or maintain our that, premiums. That's one of the items. Yeah. Yes, that we look serious at. You know, we actually had one of the insurance guys kind of make the comment that our fleet is a love hate relationship for them because they love to see us go down the road because our wash bay, coincidentally wash bay slash mechanic week, they keep our trucks such amazing condition and and how they look and. The bad side about the insurance company loves to see that, right? Nice, clean, beautiful truck. That's also a flag for people for the accident we had yesterday Mm. because instantly we look like we have money. Mm. It's like being hit by a Cadillac truck, right? People instantly, they're like, oh, look at that truck. It's beautiful versus like that... Butthead that was parked in front of our building two weeks ago that threw his garbage out with <laughs> Johnny a Cash white truck. hood and a blue truck and you know a different trailer and I mean that guy if he hit me I'd be like oh my God I survived I got to get the hell out of here right, right? The last thing you'd want is to be even yeah. related to him somebody hit us in a nice truck you're like oh that guy's got money yeah. let's let's sue right so yeah. you know just to refresh and on that accident we had yesterday we had a guy that had dis- he was distracted driving thank goodness he wasn't on his phone that's that's the that's the blessing of it he wasn't on his phone but he was distracted driving he was on the interstate he was milling around with his with his fingernails or just uh, you know ner- almost like a nervous tick right like highway 85 oh highway 85 I'm yes. sorry I thought it was I-76, I 76 Jim highway 85 right so come to a complete stop in traffic and all it was was you know not paying attention and lifted his foot off the brake a little bit, and the urge to move decided to go and bumped the car in front of him. Mm -hmm. Just like Jam said earlier, it didn't even register speed on Samsara. We zero hit the, miles an hour. We hit this guy at zero <laughs> miles an hour, is what the camera says, right? Even though there's a few second delay, it may have got to one mile an hour jam, maybe, mm. right? It, it, if, yeah. 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 Either way, we hit him at zero or one. But, yeah. right. We still hit this guy. It's like right? bumping into
2: somebody we, in an elevator. Yeah,
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We weren't doing our job, but every billboard you go past on the highway, every commercial you see, that if were you hit by a big truck? Well, guess what? Yeah, god dang you were. We just hit you yesterday.
1: Do you not know if you're injured. We'll tell you that you are.
5: Exactly. <laughs> so I mean the guy's got a free pass. This is this guy's hall pass to sue us. And I just I mean I guarantee you this guy got out, he's telling the driver his neck hurts. You know, he's crawling under the car saying I you bent my frame.
4: Yeah.
5: You know, I mean, we literally you couldn't hit this guy any softer. Right, I mean this. Yeah, this is I one mean, of those accidents. Just like Jim said, it's like bumping someone getting on the elevator and going, "Oh, I'm sorry."
2: Yeah, I bet he's hit potholes harder. Oh right my gosh! <laughs> if he's been on the road in the last, our roads,
1: you bet <laughs> thirty <laughs> after days after all with the, rain. All the rain. Right? right. I smacked yeah. my wife on her butt harder than that. <laughs> yeah.
5: Right. Yeah. So, I, but that's the world we're living in. Yeah. These are the things our insurance company is going to have to fight. That yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, it will probably go to court. Yep. Yeah. Most likely, yep. everyone knows lawyers. Three hundred bucks an hour. Oh shit, that's cheap, Dave. Yeah, I mean the attorneys IPOC has they're five to six hundred dollars ah, per hour now. I want to be an so, IPOC attorney. So I mean, you put in ten hours, they're six grand. Right. Right. I mean, it's just it is ridiculous the amount of money this stuff costs. So and the insurance company knows it's harder to fight that. They'll pay that guy ten grand just to go
2: away. Go away. Just to go and away. It's, and it's cheap. But the thing is, he he doesn't deserve it.
5: He doesn't. No. Nope. He doesn't. You know, and we're getting to the point in the world where at some point it's kind of like the woke thing being stood up against Bud Light and Target. At a certain point, we need to fight a little more. We need right. to fight a little harder. You know, we, we, we as people need to stand up and go, that's wrong. That should go to court. We should pay an attorney. We should fight that. And we should sue for damages against him yep. to pay our attorney's fees. 100%. And that would start eliminating those things from happening. Right. But we're not there yet. Yeah, Yeah, so
3: would those guys you call under the table to visit him at midnight. Wow. (laughs) You know, put a horse head in his
2: bed or something.
3: Dave. Wow. (laughs) That would stop that Most people aren't even going to
2: know what the Godfather movies are, Dave. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Classics.
0: (laughs) Does somebody need some help with something?
5: (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. I would love that. <laughs> Jim and I were just talking about all the graffiti driving in. You know, they hit this building down here on Fifty Sixth and Vasquez again, and mm. I mean, it, it's it's all across the bottom, six foot, eight foot tall letters, and man, you just love to catch those people one time. Yeah, yeah, you no and you just destry- one time,
2: destroying somebody else's property. But what I always laugh at, I, I, we had sit and watched a train go by, and you know how badly the trains are graffitied. Yeah. But some of those people are so talented, yep. oh, so know. talented. And you're like, with a spray paint can, you can do that? You know, <laughs> and I'm like, it's just a waste of talent.
3: Yeah. yeah my know, buddy, there a better avenue to showcase that. Yeah, yeah.
1: My buddy runs Orange Crush, which is this, uh, I'm not going to describe it properly, but he is a graffiti artist. They actually get walls that they're allowed to do artwork mm-hmm. on. Yeah. And the things that they do are amazing
5: amazing yes
2: yeah. yes and i'd love to see that i love those walls when they yeah. do that Jim. i bet he turned
5: 30 bucks into 300 by going to work yeah right yeah uh, just have you guys seen the
1: building um, property headed i-25 south it'll be on the east side uh before six there's a building on the left that's constantly getting oh, its yeah. windows broke out it's like one of those we work it's, places. It's
5: right by Spear. It's before Spear. Jim. Yeah, it's not nearly down to Sixth Avenue. Yeah, they're Avenue, constantly fixing that building. They ju- we were just past their Sunday, and and my wife goes past it every day, and she's like, "Oh man, they just cleaned all the graffiti off." Of <laughs> my that. wife brought it up too. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's terrible, and that's exactly what it is. One of those we work buildings. Yeah. where you can just go in and rent office an office share. It's a day. like an office share, Yeah, or yeah. a week, or whatever, an office share. Yeah, yeah. it's. And it is a gorgeous building, all brown brick.
1: Yeah, the graffiti is one thing, but they're breaking the windows too. Oh, wow. You know, so I was like, they just need to put bulletproof windows up there.
5: I bet that's not cheap.
1: Probably cheaper than fixing windows every week. Yeah. You know, the building's going to be there for.
5: I think they just need to put a sniper on the other side of the highway and poof, we're done. A
1: couple pit bulls.
5: Right. See, you're with me on the Charles Bronson movies. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I am man. I, I, there's a reason there's vigilante justice. It is still justice. <laughs> uh, this is a this. rough podcast.
1: I love this podcast. <laughs> well, are you, are you good on the insurance, Jim? Yeah. Jimmy V wants to jump in on the low road here. He's actually, <laughs> He's actually not on the low road. He's on the high road uh thanks for helping us out jimmy we yeah. need some lifting he's definitely not on the low road he's on a high road but he ain't bsing either good morning jim i just want to put out there as a reminder on the podcast if possible if a driver is at the main yard and has an issue with their truck they need to walk over and look for one of our friendly and helpful mechanics one of three things could be the reason the driver doesn't do this maybe because the trainer never explained this to them a B is lack of common sense. <laughs> 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 or C just plain lazy. Anyway, let's be engaged and have a great podcast day. Thanks, Jimmy V. Yeah, no, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I think
2: that's that's all what we talk about, Jam, and it's not, you know, it's not the common sense, it's it's not the the lazy. It's the easy. Right. Yeah. It's the easy, which I know it's looks like laziness, button. but it's easy. Right. I I got to I feel like it's a good time to throw it in and and, you know, no ding i know our next discussion is is to talk about the mechanics and wash bay those guys all do an amazing job but we've had donuts and didn't we have like burritos here I for those wraps or burritos too or dinner I know there was a lot of, a there lot was of...
5: some item shaped like a burrito wrapped in foil in the refrigerator <laughs> right don't know what it was jim could be a wrap could be a burrito
2: and i know there was donuts and you know the donuts there was a lot of donuts and the Snack donuts box d- Disappear and stuff like that's that that's empty and and that's <laughs> and that's to celebrate so I'm I'm making breakfast right quick this morning before the podcast and there's the box of donuts sitting there and I'm like, "Oh, I wonder how many's left." And I open it up and the box is empty. Mm. And it just it just like goes through me. How yeah. can you take the last donut and just leave the box? It's free donuts. There's trash cans all over the place and you don't have enough common sense to throw the box away i mean put the card back i mean dave i mean we can go kill a lot of people but we'd end up killing a lot of people jim you've worked here for 40 i don't know coming up on it'll be 41 years
5: 41 41
1: years years. so i know this has happened to you You come in you use the bathroom the paper towel dispenser's empty so you go you get the paper towels
5: and the doorknobs wet
1: doorknobs but then you go to get a drink of water and a 5 gallon water bill. so you do that right then you go to do something else and it's just like you know am i the only one that changes right here? right
5: right thank yeah. you jam for putting soap in the soap dispenser yesterday yeah, yeah so
1: <laughs> so i go to change the soap out in the kitchen you know the little yeah and man i'm like okay i think i know where the soap's at it's in the utility room right so i go get it And then I'm trying to open the dispenser, and I'm like, I know me. That's going to be off the wall here in a minute. I I just break stuff. I'm like pushing down and doing this. So I go to Brother Dave. Because, you know, he loves problems without solutions. (laughs) I'm like, hey, brother Dave, I got a problem without a solution. And he's like, great. (laughs) That was funny. So he he changed it. (laughs) He's like,
3: hey, those things are hard. I've run into the same problem. And and Dave showed me, too. And I'm like, are you kidding me? That's all? You just push this little button up and the whole front flops down? But is it
2: the one with the bag and the phallic tube in the bottom? And you kind of squeeze the tube and milk it and
5: get it going? Yeah. I don't personally like changing it that button is hidden man it it doesn't like yeah
2: yeah i know it sounds
1: like a complaint session but yeah i mean i i I like one of my pet peeves here at work because i'm just about to start bringing my own silverware in is you take silverware off the dry mat and there's still food on it it's like okay i guess i'll clean your dishes too
2: Right, right, yeah. It's, but the thing is, Jim, it's amazing we have forks because you've worked here long enough. How many times have we bought bundles of 20 and 30 and 50 forks and we're, we're low again? Huh, You know where do they go? I don't know. Yeah, are- I'd
1: say a good
5: once every year or so, Jim.
2: Yeah, we have to. Pretty much. We, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is no big deal. I think Holly
5: stopped and got some at wherever. And I know Linda Linda's brought a, a bunch rock star of, from garage sales. She hits a garage sale, and it's like, oh, there's 30 forks. Yeah, and that's weird.
1: I'm using the same forks that I had when I moved into my condo back in 2008. <laughs> right. Maybe I mean, you're yeah. missing
2: one You know that yeah. you took in your lunch. Pretty sure they're all
5: there. <laughs> oh, I still on. have the matching set for- I, I, I bought two
2: sets. <laughs> Who's what,
5: got eight? What was the pizza place? Shakey's. Shakeys, you used to get the salt and pepper dispensers and like all of that stuff from Shakeys.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Danielle was over and Tyler's grandfather um, passed away, and then and then his mom is in in uh, uh, a care unit. Um, but so they're going through the house, and I had no idea. And then and then Tyler said he remembered eating at Arby's a lot when he w- during the winter. But Arby's, uh, maybe somebody knows that, but. His grandfather had a whole collection of like highball glasses, whiskey glasses, all this stuff. They're all from Arby's. They gave out a winter collection all the winter if you, if you ate there.
5: I bet Scooby's got that
2: set. <laughs> He's got the Arby's winter collection. And I'm just like, who knew about the
5: glasses from Arby's? Scooby, send in your photos. I bet you got it. Yeah, weird stuff. Yeah, Crazy. What All right, do? we're going to talk about how awesome the mechanics are in the wash bay for Appreciation Week.
1: I would love to do that. They're awesome. They are awesome. We've been clapping downstairs when we see like Gabe or Dustin Junior come. We just start
5: yeah. clapping. Oh, oh that's, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. Close. Yeah, that's awesome. What's yeah. so awesome about it?
2: I think, like we've said, Dave. I was I was going to bring up. I had a story. We went to uh, uh, talking about insurance. We went to an insurance renewal. Quote presentation right Monday and uh, drove clear to Greeley. Uh, Flood and Peterson is the agency. Great agency, great people. They've you know they've stepped up. They've done a lot for us. They're informative. They're they're helpful. And um, we went through the office and met several people. Plus the people we met with, there was there would be our agent. I assume Eric, right? The president Brett, Um, and then there was a team of of people that. Um, you know, work on, you know, what might happen. What if somebody happens? If you have an accident, jam like you, you deal with. Um, and anyway, the whole team. But every one of those people said, "I know your trucks. They're beautiful and they're clean. I can't believe how you clean your trucks are. I can't, I can't believe every one of them knew our trucks. And I, and it wasn't, it wasn't like to make us a sale. They yeah. were genuine about it because they." Oh, I go. I live in Greeley. or I see your trucks on I twenty-five. I see your trucks on eighty-five. It wasn't the Boloney kind of thing. They point thing. them out. Right. Yeah, they point yes. them out. They knew knew where we were at. So they're
5: always clean,
2: always clean.
5: And I can't you, believe they're running
2: right. So that's the <laughs> yeah. You know, and I, I know that's the small piece with the wash bay, but they're out on the road. So right. there's the mechanics piece of it. Man. You see them. You know, and we talk about how many we have broke down has nothing to do with our mechanics. Right. right? To no. watch
1: those guys just bust it out you know you there's days where they're working but i mean lately it's just been like they're doing everything they can to keep the trucks afloat yeah yep.
5: you know what's crazy is i call it the behind the scenes that the drivers aren't aware of right all of the maintenance that goes on that a driver is not aware of as far as the just the truck being greased right right i mean that those are major components that need greased. A driver doesn't write that up a driver isn't aware of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They get upset like if their steering wheel is dirty. You know? Right. Somebody was in my truck. Like, yeah, we greased it. We serviced it. We we did all the things to make that vehicle safe. And we'll get better if we left some grease on your wheel. We'll clean it next time. You know what I mean? Right. And I get that. I'm I'm digressing, right? Cause it's kinda tough not to cause you hear complaints about that stuff. But anyway, the oil changes, the air filter changes, just the general maintenance that we do on a weekly, monthly, daily basis to keep that equipment running, that that is almost some of the most major things that need done, right? I mean, we used to lose U-joint after U-joint after U-joint prior to Mikey coming on board and starting our maintenance program, and we're like, why are we losing those U-joints? It's like, because there's no grease in them, right? Right that's the fundamental thing when you have an item that moves you need to grease it it needs lubrication Uh. so i mean just things like that i mean we had lost the little drive shaft between the two rear ends it's called a jack shaft i mean we had lost u-joints in those and going down the highway at speed at 55 or 60 and throw that jack shaft out when the u-joint comes out and destroyed airlines and valves and frame rails and the drive shaft come out and hit a car and i mean just nightmare stuff that you just can't get past and those are the things that, that you know, I don't want to label anyone, but a lot of people don't know that's the maintenance that's being taken care of, right? They're the guys looking for the wheel seals, and they're not, not just looking for a trace down the wheel or the tire when they pull the truck in. They're shining a flashlight in and looking at the hub. If there's even a tiny amount of oil coming out, they're throwing wheel seals in that thing. Yep right i mean we when was the last time we had a wheel seal go out during the middle of the day virtually never yeah i mean just virtually never and it, that used to happen and i'm not saying it can't or it doesn't but i mean when you look at how many wheel ends we have on the ground running every day i mean what what that shop does is just amazing and we just can't speak high enough about the wash bay you know i'm so super excited that we have our own people washing now over at yard 23. I mean, those trucks have never looked better. You know, we were able to start that during the summer last year. We want to be a little fuller into it and go a little longer into the year this year, you know, as long we as have, we can. With we the have weather. lights
3: over there this year, you know, the yeah. lights
5: will help a lot. Yeah, absolutely. They just, you know, probably may not be able to wash on into November or December. Yeah. It's you just know? too cold. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Exactly. We're not, not quite geared for it at night. Right. Maybe if it was daytime and, you know above freezing temperatures we could do that but at at night it's pretty tough to do so yeah i mean gosh the all the mechanics and all the wash bay we're so appreciative of all those guys they make it look easy absolutely absolutely
2: yeah and i think it's a when we look at it because we've done both i know super dave you've washed you've greased when we first started we had to you know change our own tires all that kind of stuff have how we've involved you know and i think it's a partnership too that you know the mechanics are looking for the wheel seals they probably caught a lot of tires they might see a you know your pigtail pulled out you know catch it before it really quits working and all that kind of stuff but remember too as we're all working together and we're appreciating the mechanics in the wash bay you could drive a little slower through a mud puddle you know it makes the wash bay's trucks job oh, so much yeah. easier go oh. around a pothole go around On a the, pothole yep. you know not turn so tight tight with the truck yep. so you're not pulling you know, the tarp wire, the electrical plug, you know, you may not brake so hard or accelerate so hard. Wear some tire wear, you know, into the corners. You know, there's, there's all that stuff that makes it easier on each one of us. You know, and I, and I know with the addition of the mechanics and the team we've had, we've really made it easy on the drivers compared to how we used to do it. Not, not other places, but how we used to do it cuz we like you've you've mentioned Super Dave we'd get together and change a set of drives on a weekend mm-hmm. or we we had to grease or we'd help each other grease or you were trying to wash on a Sunday or we'd try to go by one of the wash places and get our trucks washed and you know all that kind of stuff and we've we've really elevated ourselves but that's because we have good people and and good processes and we care about each other and I think that's sometimes when we really get to complaining It's it's that that person that's not doing it right really stands out because we have so many people doing it
5: right. Good point, Jim. You know,
2: and it and it's like you know it is like hitting that gate that one time, but we've been past the gate ten thousand times. Yeah, but it really stands out, and and I think that's if you come here as a new driver or you are a current driver, there is a little bit of pressure to meet our standards yeah we expect i mean paco just stood here and, and bragged about jason he set the bar right you know and yeah. and that's tough to live up to that because you really have to pay attention i'm sure there's nights you got to get out of here and you know have dinner with the wife or you got a kid's event or something like that and things change but it's it's how you do it all the time yep you know is the important thing and I, and I think we have it, me- mechanics and wash bay that are that are doing it right.
5: Yeah, for sure, Jim, for sure. It still goes back to that skill problem versus will problem. And I'm kind of jumping off of mechanics and wash bay, but back to drivers. You know, we've done a pretty good job at giving you the skill. We have taught you that skill. You know what I mean? We've mm-hmm. JR starts day one, your mm-hmm. very first day in orientation. We're teaching you the skills you need to be successful here. And I, I mean, I, I just. I think we do an amazing job at it. I think Jr. and Scooby and Kendrick and Casey and those guys. Super, Super Dave, Dave starts with Super Dave, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, and and we've presented those skills. We've given them to you, but even though we've given you that skill, if you're not willing to use it. It's a waste of time for both of us. And then look and at And it's the- not a good look. And I, I guess, you know, I want to tie it back to the, like, like the wash bay, for example. And you guys brought, hey, help the wash bay out and drive around to that mud puddle one time. Or slow down going down that awful muddy road. And I guess here's my reason why, you know, you could take and run down that dirt road at 50 miles an hour and absolutely destroy the truck and trailer, right? I mean, let's face it, right now, it's bad out with with the dirt roads and all the rain. It's horrible. But if you slowed down to 30 down that dirt road and the truck was half as bad and the wash bay only needed an hour to wash that truck versus 3 hours so that night they could wash 13 trucks instead of 10
2: exactly so dude.
5: so you just got 3 more trucks washed for the night you know that makes you look better not just Jim or Dave or JFW you're looking better as a whole, as a fleet, right? I mean, you're just that's the we, whole
1: piece of that's the whole pizza pie, though,
5: right? Exactly, Jim, and and you need to look at that. And I guess you know, like you said, Jim, we have so many people doing it right. The ones who aren't really do stick out. Yeah, they really do, and it it still boils down to a, a will problem. We've given you the skill; you need to have the will to utilize those skills now.
2: Yeah, and all I wanted to mention was on that is is that we've given you all the skills. Then we have jam for three or four weeks after you've been on checking that you're okay with those skills. Right. So you have the opportunity to go, I miss this, yeah. I'm not doing good at this. I didn't understand this. We give you all that opportunity to do it on the back end that we've given you on the front end. Right. So where where is the where is the point that you can't succeed? Right. Because you don't have the will. Yeah. You know, just just what it boils down to. So yeah, the the mechanics in wash bay, you know, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Great job. Glad there's, you know, I wish uh, going through this. I wish there didn't have to be days to celebrate people. I wish you could just celebrate people every day. Yeah. And 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 have the 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 warmth that you know you're doing a great job and and we appreciate that. So, Absolutely. You know, it doesn't have to be your week or your day. You do a great job all year long.
6: You could celebrate every day. Bring them donuts every day. You could. <laughs> yeah. I'd be
2: throwing a box away every day. You know whether, <laughs> and I don't. I don't even know who did it, Paco. I'm just saying. Whether you're
1: a janitor or a CEO, everybody craves significance and validation. Yeah. We all want to feel like we're well. Not all of us, but a lot of people want to feel like they're being productive and that they have a significant role here. And it's nice to get that validated.
5: Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We try and make that perfectly clear. I think, Jim, that every position here is important, every yeah. single one. Because, man, you break a link in that chain, and we're we're screwed. Yeah, know? yeah, abso- absolutely, yeah. Dave. There's yeah. a breakdown. I have a, you, you have a couple recordings to play. Yeah, I have yeah. a
1: recording I like to to play. Uh, we have some other people here that would like to thank the mechanics in wash bay, and
5: we'll be right back. Hey, I
0: just want to give a huge thanks to all the mechanics and everyone in the wash bay. They make our trucks look great and run great. So thank you all. Hey
7: guys, this is Amber. I just want to tell you guys thank you for everything that you guys do. For everyone here at JSW, you guys keep everything running, everything together. Without you guys, it would be hard to make the system run. I just wanted to tell you I appreciate everything that you guys do for all of us, and I hope you guys have a great week. I do want to let you guys all know, for the week, we are going to be doing a raffle each week. For all of you guys so just make sure to stay tuned and also we will send you a text for the winner. Um, happy winnings. Good luck. Thank you guys for everything.
0: Hey all you mechanics and Wash Bay people. I just want to say this is Joanne up in HR and payroll. I just want to say thank you so much for all that you do all your hard work keeping our trucks running and keeping our trucks looking beautiful. Um, you guys do a great job, and we so, so appreciate you. We couldn't do it without you. Um, I do want to make a little correction to Amber. We will be doing a raffle each day, this week only. Um, so just be watching your emails and stuff, and we will send out the winners through email. Thanks so much, guys.
3: Hello, everybody. It's Linda. wanted to say thank you to our unsung heroes in the shop in the wash bay. You get it done, you make it look easy, and we keep trucking. The Wash Bay does an awesome job making this look good
7: out there on the road. You guys really are the best. Thank you all. And a special shout out to Mitch for changing my oil and going the extra mile and filling up
3: my
4: washer fluid.
3: Thank you.
0: Good morning, shop and Wash Bay. I would like to thank the Wash Bay for keeping our fleet spotless, shiny, and clean. Also, I'd like to thank the mechanics for keeping our trucks out on the road and your endless, uh, support for the drivers and just making us run every day. Thank you guys very much.
7: Hey, good morning guys. Happy mechanics and Wash Bay appreciation week guys.
0: Appreciate everything you guys do. You guys are awesome to work with, uh, keeping the trucks or at least trying to keep the trucks all up and, and going for all these, uh, all of our drivers to go out there and make our company some money there. Uh, wash bay trucks are always looking great every time you guys are done with them and and it really shows when we see them out there on the on the road
7: thank you guys
3: good morning wash bay and mechanics i would like to tell you guys thank you for keeping our fleet moving and keeping our trucks nice and shiny while out on the road and thank you everybody for your hard work and dedication
7: just wanted to give a shout out to all of our mechanics and our wash bay especially over at yard 23 in the wash bay area Uh, we've got josh and Travis do a great job with keeping our trucks looking nice. Even with the uh, muddy yard and stuff, they just do a fantastic job working out there at night with limited light. So greatly appreciate you guys and all you do. And uh, for our mechanics, always appreciate Mikey and everything that he does and his guidance and keeping our trucks running. And uh, also up for Chris and Ricky, uh, greatly appreciate you guys. Uh, also over at yard 23 we have little john and marco and greatly appreciate you guys and all you do and again how many trucks you guys are able to take care of at night and keep us running during the day so thanks a lot for you all you guys do
1: hey everybody i just want to thank the mechanics
3: and the wash bay guys for all the hard work they do it's amazing what they have to put put up with it at night and in the daytime and all the running around and making sure trucks are running and the wash bay guys out there in the cold and in the dark and trying to make everything happen. You guys are awesome. Thank you for everything.
4: Hey, guys, it's Ann. Thanks so much to the wash bay and mechanics for doing an amazing job.
2: All right. Those were awesome. Yeah, that was really good. Great stuff.
1: Yep. Once again, we appreciate all you guys do for us, guys yep. and
2: girls. Thank you. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: All right, something uh, I wanted to talk about with Paco coming on, and you guys will see why here in a little bit, but wanted to talk about the decline of trade or trade workers. I did a little research on this. The big picture of trades, and when we say trades, we mean electricians, plumbers, truck drivers, you know, any trade workers, right? Any skill that you've gone to school or training for that you make a living at is considered a trade. Welders would be another one, stuff like that. The big picture, older workers in the skilled trades are retiring and not enough young people are training up to take their jobs as construction workers, plumbers, electricians, and beyond. The construction industry faces a gap of a half a million workers. The gap is expected to widen as federal money flows into new infrastructure, projects around the country calling for even more labor. The application rate for technical jobs like plumber and Electrician dropped by 49% between 2020 and 2022. The pandemic also delivered a blow to technical education. Enrollment in vocational degree programs fell as a lot of these courses leaned on hands-on learning and didn't work well in a remote world. Pox, what do you think about all that?
6: Yep, the same thing I was reading. <laughs> 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 about that decline, especially that part about the pandemic. How, I mean, it was at least a couple of years before anybody was able to go back in to do any hands-on on training, like electrician or anything. Okay. And like electrician, it's it's like five years, like four or five years. You got to put in a lot of hours on it, and. So say you're missing two years out of that, you know, it just adds even more to that gap. So, yeah. Okay. I agree with that.
1: Now, last time you were on a podcast, you were involved in Hope for My City. And I feel like, did you have a table set up there and you were talking to the community about trades?
6: No. So I just uh, spoke on it. Okay. We didn't have a table or nothing this year is that's the goal to have a table a lot of tables actually
1: so what is trades for the for my community is that an organization
6: well i'm pretty much just the messenger oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was an idea of um do i say how i started
1: <laughs> yeah what what is tra- like are you the founder of trades for my community
6: well like i said i'm i'm the messenger I just had an idea. So my wife was speaking to a little girl one time, and she's from a community, you know, and um, she was saying, uh, she was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And the little girl said, I want to be a Walmart cashier. And not, not that it's bad. I mean, besides there's really none anyways. a <laughs> <you know? laughs> <So> job <laughs> that's right. being eliminated. Yeah, right. yeah. and right. it's it's just so crazy that their world is so small her dream was little yeah but it's not the fact that it was a bad dream or nothing but yes. she just don't know anything else mm-hmm. and me being from a from a community like that i got raised in in places like that where we really don't know too much i came up with the idea so like hey pastor next year when we do hope for my city why don't we set up some tents with people that have done trades And we bring them, like, the amount of money that they make. Also, we look for something where we could point them in the right direction where they could get a trade and get it paid for free. It's not everybody has money for trades, you know. And so that's where the idea came from on that part.
1: So you are the founder of Trades for My Community.
6: Sounds like it to
5: me. I don't know. Just a messenger. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like the chairman of the board. You're you're very humble. You need a better title.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I understand where the humbleness comes from, but this was your idea. Uh, I'm hoping it becomes a big thing, and, and it's not just an idea. I hope it is an actual organization, and it grows and grows, and it helps people in the community. So we know what drove you to do this. Why do you have a heart to help? people in the community like what do you what do you get out of that
6: because i never i never had that help so me growing up in uh i was born in chicago and then i was raised in el paso texas Mm. and lived in the government apartments in el paso texas and right right next to juarez and it was bad there like it was bad so there's this saying about i think i've told you brother dave one time where it's all like we don't make mistakes it's just a reaction to what we know and what i knew there was violence and drugs Mm -hmm. you know like i never knew never had none of the homies that worked nobody worked around me they didn't have jobs like it was all like you hustle you make money and that's it so i'd see people you know with nice cars and none of them worked You know, and being raised in a community like that, I'm like, man, like, a lot of people, that's where they come from. Luckily, and it's not luckily, but I ended up in prison. I did five years. And all this trades and stuff is in prison. And we don't really have it out here in the communities. It's there, but they don't know about it. And we know about it once we get locked up. Mm. And it's like like damn, like you have to get locked up to to be able to get something like this for free this is our money like this is a lot of this is taxpayer money you know to try to better somebody else but we don't find this i didn't find it till i went to prison like hey you know you could do welding and you i think ray spoke about the heavy equipment you know yeah and so I so, like we need to take this out there to the tri- to to the community to these kind of communities where i got raised from where i didn't know any better and it was it wasn't a mistake it was because i didn't know i didn't really get raised by a dad and my older brothers were up to other things you know so i never knew about work at all now i'm trying to teach my kid that you know about work and i had a little thing that i wanted to talk to about marty and coleman about that i don't know if it's the right time marty
1: and coleman yeah, I mean, you're going to talk about your event. and
6: Yeah, so let me start with Marty at Coleman. So it's kind of a funny story with Marty. I remember when I first started, I went to Plant 12, and he, I, I would see him take the back road. And one time I was all like, hey, Marty, can I follow you? Oh, si, hijito, come on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so some of my first Could, drives. I just don't want to interrupt. Could you keep up? Yeah, he he waited for me. Oh, okay, he so, waited for you. Cause, nice. cause he's kind he, of a
2: speedy guy. Yeah, he's, he's bad. <laughs> for his age, he's fast. Yup, yeah. bad, so. bad. Sorry, Sorry, Sorry Paco. No. So Not, he, yeah.
6: I, I followed him, and that was some of my first times here at JFW, and he's retiring now. And I'm like you guys, I think he is retiring now because before in a month or two, before his retirement, he would be like, Oh no, he thought I'm gonna stay and this and that. <laughs> so now it's like seven days and he's still saying he's gonna retire. So yesterday he asked me what way I take the back route because <laughs> now I'm doing plant 12. It's because he forgot. <laughs> no, it's because, it's you know why? Because he's fast. And I smoked him. Oh. <laughs> so on the way over here, he took 104th. That's his route. And it's been his route for a, lo- a long time. I took 136th and then just came down right. tower, you know. Yeah. And so I beat him. He's probably like down. He's so like, hey, Hito, how are you getting back? Because 270 is probably bad. And then I was all like, so I tell him, and he's behind me, you know. And he followed me this time right before he broke down <laughs> that <way. laughs> so Man. that's when his truck broke it's not used to following
5: anybody <laughs> it's because he couldn't keep up
6: <laughs> but it's so so funny and so crazy that i followed him the first time and it's gonna be his last days and now he was following me you know yeah. so, i remember pulling up just bullcrapping bull <laughs> and telling them hey you know plant 12 is gonna be mine and he's like, "Oh yeah, Hito, when I leave this is you you'll be little pepper." <laughs> 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 and also uh, and I just uh, and now I am I'm I'm hardwired to plan 12. That's I, funny. That's awesome. Uh, and he say,
3: "Ah, grasshopper, you are now the teacher." He he handed me a pepper. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> said, that a little keychain. You know? <laughs> but it? that was so cool and my thing about mentioning him and uh, now I'm going to get to Coleman. You know, Coleman is a, a young driver. Like he has done it all already like, it was a funny joke where I was talking to one of my friends he's all like hey what's up with Coleman that dude's doing everything like he's doing uh, water tanks he's doing the flatbed he's going out of town he's all like hey I told him hey dude you need a chill you haven't even got your um, benefits yet <laughs> you know? and, and so part, part, you know, part of me like shout outs to Coleman that dude's he's a badass and I trained him. That's why he's so good. (laughs) (laughs) It's because
2: you have the pepper.
6: Yeah, because they pass the pepper down. You know, and then um, so part of this traits for my community thing is just they remind me a lot of how we're supposed to be. We're supposed to start like a Coleman and end up like a Marty, you know, Mm -hmm. like they're badasses. I do look up a lot to Marty. He is humble. I know he got his crap together like to the fullest. he's told me like financially you know and just he's still married and everything and that's how i want to end up like that and and in that health like he looks great to me you know (laughs) for being what is it 90 75 (laughs) 75 he does he's amazing yeah Yeah. Yeah. he looks good i agree he does and that's how i want to end up
2: little man crush right
6: yeah (laughs) that's how I got Marty tattooed on me (laughs) but that's how I want to end up I I wish that I would have started like a Coleman you know from that age already being as good as he is and so that's kind of what I want to bring to the community I want people to learn from an early age like hey there's opportunity out there to start making big bucks to start doing good and numbers are the ones that talk, you know. And and I know I want to give a shout out to me, oh, yes. Because <laughs> mo- I think I still got 10, 10, 10 people that I've trained are still here. Really? And nice. most of them are the top earners, nice. I feel like. There's Big Hungry, Chili Willie, or whatever Chilly you guys call Willy, them Chili Dog, Chili you know, Dog. Jack, Jesus Varela. Omar Reyes, I know he's a good driver. Uh, Johnny, I know.
1: Oh, wow! You I, trained Johnny?
6: Yeah, on on, on Kobe, <laughs> he wow. just shadowed me the whole time. Yeah. So you've
1: named two guys that are actually good. No, I'm just kidding. They're, <laughs> they're, they're all great. Those are no, all great they, guys. They are. They're, they're all, they're great, all great.
6: Yeah. They every are. every yeah. Uh, out of them ten, I don't know if is Benny still here. I haven't seen him. Yeah, yeah Benny's yeah. here. Yeah. Benny yeah. Gonzalez. Yep. See, I, I, yeah. tra- I train I trained him. Emilio. You know, the, the rock, rock truck? Train.
1: Yeah, Camacho. Yeah.
6: I think a lot of them are some of the top earners. I don't know if they're like on the 10th or what.
1: We need you to train everybody from now
6: <laughs> on.
4: Hey,
6: right? Money talks. I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so um, I am pretty good at that. At
1: you got showing a good people, retention rate.
6: Showing people where it's because money talks like... You you can't just be, look, if you last long here. I, I Right away, when I trained, I talk about money. This is how much you can make. Be here at 430, be here at 415. We're going to be up there. Even if we have to wait, we're going to be the first ones to, to get loaded. And so with this um, Trades for My Community, I want to show numbers. I want to show the real numbers. You Google a truck driver, salary, It I think like dollars like, Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's 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 not right. I I have friends that are electricians, and here it says like fifty or sixty thousand. That's not right. It, a lot of these trades that I want to bring, it's a hundred thousand and more. Right. And you can make that plumbers, electricians, and that's like straight beginning. Right. You know, like we make a certain amount of money here, but we are here. We you could probably make more over the road, but I'd rather be here mm. and yeah and and you're right. there's some I had a friend that was over the road. He wasn't even making close to what I was making. I was yeah. getting them probably like about twenty thousand more yeah. working here for j f w
1: yeah I mean, I think there are over the road gigs that you can make a lot of money at, right? But when you start off over the road working for Stevens Transport now, I started there, and it was nineteen ninety nine We were getting paid twenty two cents a mile, right. 3,000 miles was a good week. That's 660 bucks. I mean, I think they might be 27 cents a mile now. I mean, they're not paying 50 cents a mile. You know what I mean? But yeah. even still, I mean, that's, you know, if they were 50 cents a mile for a company driver and you got 3,000 miles, if you got that in a week, you know, that's $1,500. You can make that here easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, doing uh, And that's that $72,000 writer tournament.
6: Being a writer, you can make that here. Yeah. <laughs> right. You can. Watching TikTok.
5: 78000 I just did the math. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, something I want to just clarify on that, Paco, because I know you keep bringing up the money and the money and the money, but you're successful because of the other things you do here that help you make the money. The jokes. Because you post-trip <laughs> your truck, right? You keep it full of oil. You write up the things that are wrong with it so the night crew can fix it. You, you're you're on top of your game, you're not just showing up and getting behind the wheel to earn money. There's there's a whole bevy, there's a whole list of things, and obviously the guys that you've trained, because every one of those guys you mentioned are rock stars, you've trained them to do that as well. Those guys aren't calling in on the first round after they got loaded and going, ah, uh, I have a flat tire, it's off the bead. You know what I mean? Because they, they left the yard with a tire that had 20 pounds of air, and the minute they got loaded it knocked it off the bead. None of those guys are calling in with those problems because you've taught them how to be successful here. Not just to earn money. You've taught them how to earn money, how to go get that early load, how to how to coordinate your day and be successful. And there's more to it than just coming to work, you know? Yeah,
6: well, one of the funny things was little Dustin. You know, I told him, I got money that you won't find nothing so that's one thing that i do like that the mechanics what is it every three weeks or a month that they do a inspection on your truck
5: it's between two and three weeks
6: and so i play with them him or whoever tells me that that's what they're gonna do and be like i'll bet you money you ain't gonna find nothing <laughs> and and i've always done that i'm going on five years here yeah. and that's that's my thing and be like yeah, hey, i got money that you ain't gonna find nothing. that's cool but yeah that that is part of that but i'm i'm saying that when i begin the main focus is money because we get a job because we want to make money you know and a lot of times they come in they think that being a truck driver you're gonna ball hard just because they don't know the work that it's got to be put in and like i was talking to coleman i told him i told him it it has a lot to do with you guys with how you guys are as a person you know so it's not like i taught you how to be a badass so all I was like, but I can't be getting lucky 10 times, you know? I was like, there's still 10 drivers, and they're all badass. Like, if you look them up look them up one day, Super, and they are, they're all, all of them are good. They're great drivers. I, I know, I'm positive that not one of them leave here before, uh, after five. Maybe one of them, the rock, the rock truck. <laughs> but that's because <laughs> they got their own little yeah. thing going, you know? Yeah. But nine out of them, 10. I, I bet they leave uh, before five. Like I be coming down to drop a load in uh, plant twelve, and people are still barely calling in. Like uh, coming out the south gate, and I'm like, damn, dude! Like I'm already dumping. I'm I'm already I'm already sixty-five bucks up. Right, right. And you're just exactly. leaving. Yeah,
4: yeah.
6: And that's a day. That's daily. You know. So and a weekly. That's well. You're the mathematician. <laughs> math guy,
1: 300 bucks, you know? <laughs> yeah, we say we say it all the time. You eat what you kill around here. Yeah. So you're you're eating more because you're killing more, Paco. Yep. You know, you want to do the math. I mean, we, we also say one extra load a day around here. I mean, it's more now before all the bumps and the raises and everything we've done. You know, five years ago, one load around here is 10 to 13 grand a year, you know? So if you're a $60,000 a year guy or girl and you want to make over 70, go get that extra load. Same thing, if you're already making 70, you want to make 80, go get that extra load.
5: And
6: that was a couple years ago, like and you that said. That was a couple years ago. That was, bumps.
1: yeah. So, I mean, it's easy to get a raise around here. You just got to work more.
6: Well, I started, I <laughs> think it was 2018 when I started here. And, uh, and I told this story last time, mm-hmm. but there wasn't a lot of listeners. <laughs> so, I'm saying <laughs> again. I remember my, my first year, I made like 67000 or something like that. That was my first year. And,
1: and you probably thought that was good.
6: No, I was kind of pissed. So, <laughs> so uh Ivan trained me, and I even talked smack to Ivan. Uh, I was all like, "Cause I I learned, you know, like quick. I was all, okay, what do I gotta do to make more money? And it was getting that first load. Mm-hmm. It was just like one extra load. The next year, I made eighty seven thousand. I made thousand more. Yeah, it was like nineteen thousand something. You know, almost $20,000 $20, extra in a year for getting an extra load. And sometimes getting, not all the time, but sometimes getting that one at the end too. And I talked smack to Ivan. I was like, Down dude, like you couldn't have told me this. Like you couldn't have told me like be here. When when I got trained, it was like just make sure you're here before 530. Like when I trained these guys, I tell them, hey, be there like at four thirty, four fifteen. You You're one of the first ones. So I was like, you're going to have to wait like 30, 40 minutes to get loaded. I was like, but you're going to be the first one. And like, if you're in Morton and you just look to the back, if you're one of the first ones to get loaded and you look to the back, sometimes it's all the way to highway 52. There'll be like 20, 30 trucks and they take forever. I mean, you do the math at two minutes, a truck getting loaded. You're the 30th truck. Yeah. There's an hour. Yeah. Sometimes
3: you can be back for your second load and that guy is still in I, there. I, I've I've done that before. Getting loaded with number one. And yep. I
6: know I know it probably looks bad that like damn, Paco's been sitting over there for fifty minutes already. You know, waiting for to get loaded. But but I'm the first one to get loaded, and mm-hmm. that is the that is an extra load for me. Even mm-hmm. though and I I sat forty five minutes, but. I made 60 bucks, you know, well, in 45 minutes. You so. ain't
1: going to be first tomorrow. You just gave away your trade secrets. So.
6: Oh, they still won't They've wake up limited. as early as I do. Uh, the only one that beats me is Jack.
1: Uh,
6: but that's because I let him. Know. That's sad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Feel bad it for can him.
3: become a competition. I no, mean, well, that's what you know, I want to be first. And boy, I'll set my alarm 20 minutes early to beat you. Yep.
1: I know right? nobody's beating Tanny up a fry.
6: Well, now, now I, I could beat Tanny up at Fry. You know cool. why? Why? Because he's at Ragsdale. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was all like, man, I've been beating this dude all the time. I was like, where you been? He's like, oh, I'm doing Ragsdale now. I was like, oh, no wonder. <laughs> I, I thought I was
5: all cool.
7: <laughs>
6: You're all proud of yourself uh, and he's in yeah. another yeah. pit. Uh, I was. But, but yeah, to get back at this Um, uh, uh, I don't know if you had any more questions. I do.
1: What's your first event look like?
6: gonna look great <laughs> no, while i'm praying it, it, it all works out so i've been looking for some help and that's why i'm here doing this podcast you know of course you guys helped last time financially and this time i want to raise more money i'm trying to raise a lot of money this time not just from you guys but and maybe even potentially help if anybody that's hearing this podcast wants to help with this let me know so what we want to do is put like different tents an electrician tent a plumber tent a truck driver tent um, whatever trade there is that we could put a tent and in these tents we want to put where you could go do this trade for free so one time i listened to joanne's uh podcast here and she said that she worked with uh housing so i know housing is state and also they have a lot of money they always giving money to people to help out with uh with schooling and stuff like this so i reached out to joanne and also like hey you still got some of them connects (laughs) and (laughs) it took like a while and then she just all of a sudden hit me up and she's like, hey, I have this this lady called Cassandra Ornell or her name is Cassandra Ornelas. and she hit her up. That lady's all like, yeah, give them my information, and it's so weird because she knows my pastor. <laughs> like she's like, I know I know that church and and stuff. And so it, it, it's crazy how everything is happening because I didn't imagine for something like this for me, the person who I am and who I was. I went to a meeting, like, went to a meeting with this lady, and she runs Southwest Denver Coalition, and bro, he, she has probably, like, about, I don't know if she calls them partners, but, like, 90 different partners where they, they'll pitch in money, help, or whatever. I went to one of her events, and they had 70 tents, and it was uh, to get get out for the summer event. They had, like, people doing bike rides they had kayaks and everything but everything everything is it's like free she had tents where you could go up and and see if you could get help for your rent even mortgage like they'll help with your mortgage if you're down on mortgage you know with um paying doctor bills and stuff like that and that's all help that's out there that we don't know about And I never thought that I would ever get connected to somebody like that. And she saw, oh, no, we got all this help so we could do all this. And so shout outs to Miss Joanne for connecting me to her. And it was just crazy. It's crazy to be in a room with somebody like that. I never thought it would become something. All I wanted to do was print out some brochures and put them out there, you know, and be like, oh, look, oh, maybe I could go to this place and get this for free. like. I know, I know, vero. She, she, she knows how to get some of the truck driving paid, you know, and so that's what we want to do in these tents, like be able to point the people in the right direction to get things for free. But I want to hit communities like that.
1: Okay, so what I'm hearing you say is, and I know because you told me you have a truck driving school in mind. And you're trying to raise money to put somebody through truck driving school.
6: Yeah, so that's my goal. I am I I just. I went pretty high. Not as high as somebody. I is, but <laughs> I went pretty high at talent. Pastor, like, hey, I'm going to raise money to get somebody to do, like, a raffle during that. So in that event, we get, like, 400 to 600 people in that event. I was like, I want to do a raffle to where we could pay somebody's truck driving that day. And then, so... Randy Lopez truck driving. There, there. I don't know how much he's charging now, but he capped it at four thousand. He saw like, hey, I'll I'll cap it at four thousand, and I'll be at your event. And so that's what I'm trying to raise. And even when I told Pastor, you know, he has so much faith. So, yeah, it'll happen. You'll get. You'll raise that money. And, and I'm mm-hmm. all like, all right. Well, I'm gonna shoot for that much. At first, I don't know why it just came like that. I'm going. Maybe to some people that doesn't seem like a lot, but to me it seems like a lot. I was like, well, let's push it. Let's get somebody. Let's do a raffle during that event and get somebody through school. And, like, my prayers have been, like, let's let's be able to raise this money and change somebody's life. That When it changed my life as a truck driver, it changed my wife's life. It changed my, my mm. baby's life. And it love changed that. kids that I have with other, I love that. Uh, other women's life, you know. Like, my son, son, I got custody of one of my kids, one of my boys. Not custody, but my my ex was all like, you know what? Take him. Show him how to be a man. And he has been learning. Like, right now, he's at my friend's uh, shop. He's 12. He's at my friend's shop washing cars, you know, for the summer. That's going to be his job. And this is what I was talking about. When I was young, I never had that. But, like I said, it wasn't because I made a mistake it was just because it was a reaction to what we know kind of like some of the truck drivers that drive with the owner operators you know Mm. we can't be like these guys suck it's just a reaction to what they know that's how they've been driving their whole life so they come over here and we have to be clean me i even told super dave they need to smell good. <laughs> they cannot be sticky, you know? So, so I went a little step higher than you, what you guys expect, you know? That's this dude's better. If they come in, I was like, spray, <laughs> spray some Febreze on them real quick. Yeah. If
1: it smells clean, it is clean. Paco,
6: have you thought of partnering
5: with these places that are free? And what I mean by that is like Swift and Warner and so many of these big truck driving companies, mm. they'll pay you to go to school. So, so you're not, you don't have that debt, and and you're creating an income, and they get your license, and you have a job immediately after, and you just have to contract with them, you know what I mean? And you've gotten your license, and there's it, it's there's a cost to it, but technically it's zero cost because they get their money back by you working for them for I don't know, Dave, you probably hear more about it. jam. A a usually like a year, usually one year, a year yeah. long yeah. contract. I mean, yep. that's a pretty minimal commitment for going to school for free that you just have to work at that place for a year. And I know, you know, I can't list the names of them, but I have so many friends that own their own businesses, like electrical companies and things like that. You can just go to work there and start out as an apprentice and you learn their trade. And when you're an apprentice for X years, you just have to test out on it. And then you've got your license, you know, but I mean, all of those things involve commitment, right? You, you can't, just start it and go 30 days later, oh, I quit or whatever. Because then you are forced to pay the the bill for what it costs to go to school I did that. Or, or some of that stuff. You know what I mean? And I, I, I guess there's so many things out there that are free that the people just need to go to work to do, to earn that, right?
6: Yeah, so that that's part of this. That's why I said to point them in the right direction. But partnering with them, no, I haven't even thought about it. I never even thought I would talk to this lady that Miss Joanne sure gave me. You know, sure that wasn't my plan. My plan was to print something out and be like, "Hey, look, you could go to Swift." You know, I never never thought like, like, all right, let's get a truck driver and put him in this tent and let him talk about numbers. Let him convince this guy that that's the the right thing to do. Yeah. Some of these communities, you'll get the most loyal people out of this communities yeah. because. We've came from, I'm loyal because I had nothing. Now I have something and I do appreciate it. I've done lost everything before. And now that I have it, I'm like, man, I'm keeping it, you know, and I, I love this company. And that's why I'm here. Like, uh, I want your guys' help. I want your advice. Well, was it? 25% smarter if you kick it with somebody that's smart? Man, it's a hundred right now. It's four of you, <laughs> you know, like like and and my twenty. 20- he's complimentary, yeah. yeah. And, and, and Thanks, my, Paco. And my I'm, twenty-five. You know, we're, only, we're up. I'm only worth <laughs> ten <though>. percent. <laughs> well, that's eighty-five, bro, and I got twenty-five. <laughs> we're still above hundred, you know. And that's why I'm here because it could be something great. And why partner with us or why help me? Because maybe one day you will need help. Yeah. I remember when you when you text um, Canelo, Rosario, me. I don't remember who else, and 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 ask what can we do for you to stay here longer. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we this, this, we were kind of struggling at getting people to work at that time. And what if we go through that again? God willing, we don't. But what if we do? You could be like, hey, Paco, set up one of your events. Let's do a. Let's do um, what you call it like a hiring a spree job or, or something yeah or a, a, jo- job a job fair fair. Hiring fair so the job fairs that we know they're usually done in convention centers you know and not everybody knows about them things at least not my communities they don't know we don't ever hear about that it's like i bet i don't even know where a convention center is now that they took down the the Denver Mart, you know, I don't even know where they would have them. So, <laughs> you know, what, if, what, what, what if, you, you, you're paying $2,000 for, for us to refer somebody. What if you would just invest some money and be like, hey, Paco, let's do a job fair. What if Fry okay. was short on workers and Fry could be like, hey, Paco, can you set up one of these job fairs in the communities? And the thing that, that we have is we have these events. That bring people, that bring at least 400 to 600 people. And that's just something that we're just barely starting, you know, that. So that's probably why it would be cool. Kind of networking, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One day, ne- you never know. Absolutely. That, that day, you could have been like, man, I got four Gs. Let's make this event, Baco. Like, let's do something. Bring up a job fair. Do something. And that's where we come in. Yeah. You know. Yeah, like, absolutely. And I feel like that is something that's, that could be super great, but I need the help. Mm-hmm. Like, I really do. Of smart people, 25 percenters and a 10, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this 85% and the listeners, you know, if, if there's any listeners that are electricians or somebody that wants to volunteer their time to come and sit in a tent, convince somebody that your trade is the trade to come through. Tell them where they could go get it for free. Maybe not Swift, but other companies. <laughs> Just Paco, Hop
1: Kid, do you have any, um, is there a link or anything set up where people could go and, and donate to your
6: cause? No, and that that was the thing that, I don't know n- none of that stuff. but
1: But your wife could do that.
4: Yeah,
6: yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk about her. because she, She's super smart and <laughs> <laughs> all the attention is to her. <laughs> no, yeah, we, we could set up something like that. So last She th- makes you 25% better, man. <laughs> yeah. th- that is the 25%. <laughs> <of people. laughs> you know, la- last time, a lot of people wanted to donate from here. A lot of the yeah. drivers, they wanted to donate. Yeah. We yep. ended up raising $1,000 last time. And you know, due to inflation, I won Ford this time. No, just <laughs> but last time Cost we raised, a we raised thousand dollars. A big chunk was from you guys. You know, thank you guys. And but a lot of it was because the drivers couldn't get the money, and they would tell me like, "Hey, what if I just cash app you?" And I wanted everything to go through you because I wanted you guys to trust me that I wasn't over there playing games. But like for <laughs> anybody that is listening right now, like we have a tax number. Remember, we do have a tax number where this could be deductible. I don't know how that works because I'm not a tax person. Maybe we could have somebody. <laughs> so you
1: can run it through New Hope, is what you're saying? Yeah, they yeah. could. Yeah, yeah. So you'll have to get well, who runs the New Hope uh, Cash Apps and all that. Who does it? Yep. Who does it? Do you know?
6: Um, pastor's daughter. Okay, so. But even at that, if they cash out me and then I give it to them, I know that you trust me now. You know. Yeah.
1: There's. There's that. I mean. <laughs> You could trust Paco. That's Yeah, the trust
6: issue. isn't the issue. Yeah. The it's the convenience. It the what?
1: The convenience of getting you the money. How do you want people to get you the money?
6: Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I was gonna say. Like cash I have all that now. Okay. I didn't back then. And the reason why I didn't and I didn't ever tell like for instance a double O eleven Ron, mm-hmm. he wanted to pitch in a chunk and he's all like, How do I get it to you? And do you have Cash App? And I was all like, No, I don't and he's all like, I'm going to try to get to the bank. But you know how it is here. If we get off F5, we don't make it to no bank.
1: So you got Cash App, Venmo.
6: Yeah, I got them too now.
1: Okay. Maybe. uh,
6: Is that Zelle? You say Cash App, that's like Zelle or Venmo? It's just so, called Cash yeah. App. So, no. so no. I, I, I do have, that's what I have, Zelle and Cash App. No, no.
1: Venmo? You should no. get a Venmo.
6: Well, I'll make all of them now. Oh, okay. yeah. the, the thing is, though, Paco, the church should. Yeah, the church does. No, the church. Shir- the church does. Yeah. And I could. Oh, and those are yours. That's what you're. No, talking so about? I'm saying I have my own now, and and we also got the church. I mean, of course, it should go through the church because that's it's where tax everything's going to go through. Too. Right. But last last time, it could have been convenient if they could have just sent it to me because I didn't have nothing through the church at that time. Sure. So what
1: sure. I was going to suggest, Paco, because when you donate through the app on Church. There's a drop down menu. It could go to General Tithe. It could go to Offerings. It could go to the Love Wins Conference. If Pastor's Daughter can make you a category that says Trades for My City, people will be able to donate directly to that. They'll know what it's for. And then, you know, it's a tax deductible, it's ta- a tax write off for the donator. So exactly. that's what I would So suggest.
5: when Exactly right, Jam. So yeah. when JFW donates to the church, it is truly a donation. Yep. Yeah. When we donate to you, it's just money to. Paco. It looks like income for yeah, you. Yeah, Paco. And, the, and so and that's the government never accepted it last time. Yeah, the government is going to look at that and be like, "How come you got seven thousand dollars, Paco? Who's this from? Who's this from? Who's this from? Who's this from?" And you're like, "They oh, that's just my- gave it to me." Yeah,
1: they gave it to me. What's that? What's
6: that?
5: That meme? They
1: gave it to me.
6: That's
5: my fentanyl patch on the business. <laughs> but see, I, I
6: wasn't even side. I mean, it could work this could work that that yeah. that could get fixed easily i know yeah. that that they have all that yeah. but what i'm saying here for people that are listening is we do have a tax break thing i don't know how that works but you do get a letter <laughs> you do get a letter yeah. and says that you donate it and there is yeah. a where a a place that you put it in there cuz i my wife does it through turbo tax and there's a place where you put it in there you get some cash back on that and so just to let everybody know this is legit mm-hmm. and this is what this is for you know and let's do this like yeah let's it could be it. it could be done it, it we could network it, it could be anybody that's listening like hopefully brandon's listening hopefully fry's listening you guys are because you guys are here oh, so yeah.
1: <laughs> so what we'll do pox is we'll we'll what's you know, we'll put this out. I'll put it in the outline. But then once we have a more solid link, I could go back and put out a Paycom announcement or something with ways to donate to the trades for my community.
6: Yeah. Or even so. volunteers, you know. And and you don't have to. You could go. And mm. if you have kids that are 18, 19, 20, and you want them to try to look for a trade, take them to the event. Nice. You know? Cool. Like this doesn't, you don't have to donate. You could go and... Mm get something out of this
1: okay sounds good i'm just glad i know the founder of trades for my community that's all i'm
6: saying so <laughs> <laughs> the messenger we're honored <laughs> yep yep absolutely
1: all right let's move on to some questions from the audience uh, <laughs> it's kind of weird this i've had a few text messages about this between yesterday and today there was a little i'm just gonna call it what it is there was a little drama down at union yesterday in regards to pulling in and waiting by the ticket box while somebody's dumping by the sand pile, right? One side of the fence is we've been servicing that plant for years and we've always gone in there and waited by the ticket box while a truck is dumping by the sand pile. But it's kind of weird because they made it so unique to the South plant, to Union, it doesn't matter where you are, right? If you're too close to another truck, don't park there. Right. If somebody could be at the sand pile dumping, and you could be waiting at the ticket box far enough away, there's nothing wrong with that. If the truck is further towards the ticket box and it's not safe for you to pull in and park by the ticket box, don't park there. It's pretty simple. But it's turned into this: Is there a unique the way the way the question was asked? Is there an unwritten rule about dumping in Union? Meaning? It's unwritten. Pull your truck in there and wait. To me, you're the captain of that ship. That's your truck. You get to decide what's safe and what's not safe. You got to be far enough away from the truck dump- dumping. That's it. So, hope that clears it up. We're going to. Ray actually wrote a tips and tricks about it. I mean, I guess I could just go ahead and read that since it's related. Yeah, go ahead, Jim. And then we'll go back to the safety topics um, and the other question I have. But tips and tricks from Ray Davis dumping 60 feet or closer to another truck is that the rule jim 60 feet i mean the trailers are are, are 40
2: are, yeah thir- you know 35 feet you yeah. know 35 foot trailer you know yeah. and they're angled up and stuff jam yeah. i think there's i don't know there's It's another one of that black and white thing, but I think to be safe, you you, you keep that distance. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Nobody, if you're 50 feet, we're not going to come out there with a tape measure and be like, you need to move over 10 feet. Yeah, yeah. You got to just be far enough where if that trailer falls over, you need to be far enough away. So this situation was brought to my attention from a trainer and some drivers. JFW rules and common sense, never dump next to another truck. Dumping next to another truck is a safety hazard if a trailer is to go over... You wouldn't want it to fall on yourself or others. Always keep your distance. Failure to pay attention or use the correct safety precautions is probably one of the most common reasons for errors. It is easy to get comfortable on the job and feel there isn't a risk. You should always follow protocol and pay close attention when dumping or waiting to dump. With this said, South or the Union Plant and Plan 12 have gray areas with this when your truck is dumping sand And the next driver pulls in at south or union you should always wait till the driver that is dumping is already backing into position and setting up before we start to pull in never pull forward and put yourself in that red zone if that trailer is to go over it could come down on top of you yes south slash union is a small plant and we are pushing the whole 60 foot limit anywhere in that yard so be aware of your surroundings Make sure that you are not putting yourself rather in harm's way. Plan 12, you need to make sure that the truck that is dumping, the trailer is coming down before you pull next to that truck. Make the safe choice. Don't be in a hurry. Let's all go home safely to our family and loved ones. Remember, safety has no blind spots. Much love and respect always, Ray 0012. Ray Ray 0012. So, I love that
5: term it. red area. The red zone? The red zone. Yeah. Yeah, I just I love that.
2: Yep. Yeah, I think with me, Jim, when you mentioned that, you know, I ran that, that was the last plant I ran with uh, Big John down at Union, you know, and he helped me out and stuff and uh, the loader operator said, you know, I have to wait by the mailbox and stuff like that. But I've also, you know, down there when we were dumping, there was people there, you know, I stayed out on the street. But I think in a lot of situations, I'll spin around or I'll set up to back up next to the truck. And usually if I'm backing up or going to be, you know, inside that 60-foot area, it's they've already dumped. Right. They're empty, and it's coming down, or they're at their last of the, you know, the, the chances of it tipping over are basically right. gone, right. right? And then I'll back in and do my thing, you know? Um, so there's that point. But the point of raising the, the trailer out of the saddles and, and what's happening, that's the dangerous part of the dump. Absolutely. So to push that limit, yeah, I think we can be, we can be better at, at you know, being in that safe zone, the red zone. Yeah. yeah.
5: If the trailer's empty and coming down, you can back in next to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's it's common sense.
4: Yep,
1: and if the trailer is loaded and going up, it doesn't matter if you're at South or Union or anywhere. Anywhere. You shouldn't be next to that truck. So. Yeah, right. Okay. All right, jumping back up, the next question from the audience. Man, Gilly is really pushing this. It's not on your outline. He just texted me. He's asking about an ice machine here for the main yard. <laughs>
5: we have a great ice machine. It's at yard 23.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, bro, we could bring the dirty ice over here. He's like, well, he's like, I want it for my cooler. So, yeah, I'll tell you. I mean, I know this doesn't answer your question, but I just buy the blue ice packs, Gilly, and they stay cold and frozen in my cooler all day long. Yep. Me too, Jim. You just freeze, freeze them at home.
5: I mean, is he using it for just to keep things cool yep. in his cooler?
6: Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we use are the blue ice packs.
1: Yep. Problem solved.
6: other <laughs> yeah. you know ice melts and it'll just be all watery. In it. Yeah. yeah. Your sandwich will be full of water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your PB&J. Your crustable. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs>
5: Uh, don't knock those crustables, man. I'm not, I'm
1: not knocking them. They're not cheap,
5: though.
6: <laughs> they're not. They're not. It's easier to make them. Just right. Was well, cheaper to make them? <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: They're also not good for you. Just throwing it out there. Yeah. Hey, All that white just process. killed the party, didn't he? I know. They are yeah. good. Damn. <laughs> if oh, they're, they're good tasting. They're probably <laughs> loaded with salt. Yep. If they
1: were made out of meat, they would be just fine.
2: <laughs> Meat-flavored peanut <People>? butter? Yeah. <laughs> um, did we talk... We're jumping back up to the safety topics, Jim. Okay, but did we mention anything about the overweight permits? I know we did the ride-alongs. Did we say anything about the overweight No, over, we didn't overweight? talk
5: about overweight permits.
2: No. Want to just touch on that, Dave, yeah. right quick or somebody? And
5: we'll, Sure. I mean, we have overweight permits here. Yep. They have restrictions on them. Ah. It says weather permitting, Ooh, right? Does it say weather permitting or how does it state Conditions.
2: It? I think it's conditions.
5: Weather conditions? That makes sense. Ah. What changes with our weather?
2: The adversity.
5: Huh? The adverse road <laughs> conditions. Adverse weather conditions. It makes me think of Dave's weather job. Uh, yeah, you guys, if it's raining or snowing, you cannot use those permits. Those are adverse weather conditions. Your vision is, is hampered. Your stopping distances are, are less. All of those things are conditions. You know, We were talking about how to kind of advise rule of thumb on that, and I kind of spit out, if you're running your wipers, you shouldn't be using your overweight permit. I mean, that's an easy one, right? If it's raining, you shouldn't be using it. If it's snowing, you shouldn't be using it. But what if it's foggy and you're not having to use your your wipers, but it's foggy and you can't see? Well, you shouldn't be using it. So any type of impaired vision or, or anything that just makes you question it, remember the state patrol has the ultimate judgment on that. They're the ones that are going to stop you and ticket you for that. And I, I guess... You know, you have to use your best judgment in that. I know it was pouring rain Saturday, and we made an announcement on it. And I, I think it kind of caught two or three people unaware. Like, oh, I can't use this because it's raining. Yes, you can't use it because it's raining. It's an impairment, so you have to use your judgment on that. And and I guess we just ask for your best guidance on that as well.
2: Yeah, I think it's twofold, though, Dave. And I and I know, you know, they're probably mainly taking talking about adverse conditions for us but we need to really look at it for the other person. So let's say it's just raining. You're driving the big truck, you know, you probably won't hydroplane. You know, you're also loaded 50% of the time. You're going to go through the puddles, but it's very adverse for everybody else. Right. That guy in that small car, the guy driving in the fog, driving in a little bit of weather so but when that person wrecks or has a problem or is driving really slow that that and then makes it adverse for you because you have to stop that loaded truck you know you have to brake. you have to be aware of them so it's not only the adverse conditions for yourself but think of how all the you know with all the rain we've had look at all the accidents that i've been passed and i'm it's a single car accident you're like what the hell's wrong with this guy what the hell's wrong with this guy jim I, you know I, I,
5: something comes to mind and i i it's kind of puzzling paco you're chuckling do you think you know what i'm about to say
6: yeah I say it
5: <laughs> Let, let's hear it
6: what was it called <laughs> Situation, Situational yeah, awareness. <laughs> I was going to say awareness, but I knew there was another word there. <laughs> I,
5: I mean, Jim, you're spot on. I mean, I was just telling you Sunday we had some plans that you and I were going to do, and we had to mm-hmm. change them because it was raining, right? right. We had, had foul weather, and then there was a little break in the storm, and it was like, oh, hey, do you want to go do this? And I'm like, I'm already doing something else, but now I'm stuck in traffic. We finally get to this accident, you know, and it was right by Central Plant. A lone vehicle went through the guardrail. Like, he was the only vehicle there, right? And you know he was just hydroplaning because it was raining so bad Sunday. And I'm just like, oh, man, what? Yeah. What are these people thinking? But, you know, it makes you wonder. They have their license, right? So they were given the same skills we were given. So is it a will problem, right? Or or do all vehicles just have bad tires that crash? Or You know, I I still have to break it back down to the person driving. They're not paying attention to something. No, They're they're, they're not focused on something.
2: Exactly right. I mean, take Johnny's accident last week, okay? In the rain, and it was, from what everybody's guesstimating, it was two hours before Johnny went through there, or a good hour before Johnny went through there. So just to make it brief... Johnny was coming at, where was it, 285? Was that? Coming
5: down yep. from Fairplay, right? From
2: Fairplay. Yep. But anyway, a car crashed and the person ended up being dead because they found the car. But an hour to two hours before Johnny came through there, knocked some wires down. How nobody else snagged it in that point, but another car snagged a wire that was down, started to drag the pole up. And then Johnny had to go through there and it ended up being about the height of the visor or the hood. Well, I guess we wrecked a mirror and stuff. But anyway, we tore Johnny's truck up badly with just a wire down across the highway. That's the adverse conditions I'm talking about. That's, you know, if Johnny had to do something and I don't know if he was loaded, overweight, anything like that, I'm not saying about that conditions, but that's what they're talking about, the conditions. If Johnny had to do some kind of move or get off the road or stop even sooner than he did, Twenty-five tons is easier to stop than that thirty.
5: Oh yeah, eighty thousand pounds versus ninety-two thousand pounds. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you're talking six tons. Yep. You're going to navigate a heck of a lot easier at at eighty thousand than ninety-two thousand. Yeah, That's and that and back.
2: that person when they found him, they was deceased. Yeah. You know, in the car. Yeah. The wires yep. knocked and, down. And that
1: accident cost ten thousand dollars.
2: Oh yeah, yes. yeah. max out deductible yeah. yeah. right out. The the car, you know, on our video, and maybe Johnny knows because of the car, but. I can't believe it didn't tear that one car up in front of Johnny even more. Just that single wire. You know, sh- like flip the car, spin yeah. it out.
1: That would have decapitated a motorcycle.
2: Oh, yeah. You know, that yeah, wire rope. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the first I've heard that it was an hour or more before Johnny came along on that.
2: Yeah. I thought it was just minutes. J- JR has been finding the details out. He's been working with the State Patrol, Dave, and, um. and uh, the electric company or the... The PowerPole company. Yeah. Hmm. So
5: Yeah, and shout out to Johnny. What an amazing job, man. He yeah. kept his cool. I mean, he he was he was just like a pilot. You know what I mean? He navigated that situation and I mean the carnage, I mean the the wire came over the front of the hood, it was tearing the mirrors off, yeah. you know, hit the cab of the truck, smashed the windshield, the mm. the mirror on the right side of the truck. I mean it just it folded the visor in like a taco. Yeah. I mean it was that was a taco, not a paco. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it was just. Same thing. <laughs> it was awful. And I mean, what a rock star, man. Yeah. He was that watched good training mirrors. you got. Yeah, it was good training, right? <laughs> <laughs> good job, Fox. Yeah.
6: And, uh, so this and is what you need metal. to do
2: when electrical wires in the middle of a highway out of nowhere. Yeah. You, you told him that, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to
6: ask, is that the Johnny I trained? <laughs> it was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So good job, Johnny, Keeping keeping
5: your composure. We've seen so many times where, you know, people in that position just panic and don't know what to do. They're, and, they're
2: done driving for the day. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. yeah and I and mean, I mean he,
5: just, he just did it. He knocked it out of the park. What a great job, Johnny. So.
2: And, and those are the circumstances. I mean, the odds on that happening again or right. ever happening to Johnny, happening yeah. to anybody else are so high. But here's that situation. You just never
5: know. Yep. Yeah. So situational awareness, pay attention. So, yeah. And that's the permits, and, that, those- and that's
2: about the overweight. That's what we're talking yeah. about is that's the condition that the overweights is, are are meant not to be used.
5: Yep.
1: All right. Next safety topic of the week is safety as no blind spot. Brother Dave, you wanted to talk about that?
5: Yeah, we just we need to keep drilling this in everybody's heads. You know, we've we've had several accidents and you know, technically, we just had another accident yesterday. Yep. Right? As far as not paying attention, that it's that blind spot. This vehicle was right in front of us and we hit it. Doesn't matter whether it was zero miles an hour, it was right in front of us. Yep. It wasn't a blind spot. That vehicle was there. We just weren't focused on it. And we have to be vigilant, we have to be focused. And, you know, we're talking about what this could possibly turn into. And yep. only because this guy's immediately claiming, oh, my neck hurts. Right. I mean, you don't even have damage to your car in right. Theory, right? right? There's like a scratch. Yep. No damage to our truck, obviously, but yeah, it's just one of those... I don't want to say unfortunate, because it wasn't unfortunate. It, it's unfortunate for JFW, because we're having to deal with it, but that driver wasn't focused. He was okay. not paying attention, not aware of his surroundings, not vigilant, not focused on what he was doing, not not aware of his surroundings, right? Not paying attention, so... It's critical. It's just critical. You know, back to the blind spot while we're driving home. You know, when you go to change lanes to the right, that's been our bad spot. You need to lean forward. You need to look forward. You need to look to the right. You need to check your mirrors. You need to look at all those spots. You need to check all those blind spots. Even if they're not a blind spot, you need to check it. You just need to be vigilant about your surroundings and prepared for all things.
1: Amen. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, we started the campaign, and I don't want to say it's lost steam, but we're noticing drivers don't have their bracelets on anymore, and it's kind of like, okay, that was cool, and on to the next, you know.
4: So.
5: <laughs> yeah, hey, all the leadership team wears their bracelets. I, I kind of laugh, and I'm being sarcastic here, but Kendrick says stop at all stop signs, specifically 52nd and Dahlia and the one at the Firestone pit. I mean, it's all stop signs, right? Right? You know okay. what I mean. How many times does the state patrol sit right there at pit six when you get off I seventy, Paco? Yep. They love to sit there and write truckers tickets for not stopping at the stop sign, and I don't understand why. Why not just stop? That's it's a stop sign. It's not a, oh slow down briefly. <coughs> stop. Stop at it. That's what it's made for. Jim and I have ran into it for years now, coming to work every morning. You know, you, you show up at five a.m. here at at the Newport Yard and tons of drivers run that blow that stop sign in their car off of 53rd onto Newport and we're like wow I mean it it kind of blows our minds sometimes that you're in that big a hurry to blow that stop sign that's that's poor judgment yep. stop at all stop signs that's why there's stop signs period point blank
1: cool who wants to go over the uh, safety stats from last month Super Dave Jim Brother Dave
5: Yeah. Oh.
2: go ahead Super
3: yeah Uh so JR does a great job putting these uh, stats together for us. Uh, you know, it, if anything, I think it's a great review for everybody um, because it, it is, you know, what we're trying to achieve here, and that's improvement, right? Um, so these are just, uh, you know, generalizations, but speeding is down by 5%. Um, the majority is light speeding, one to five mile an hour over, um, but that improved 4%, which is really good. Moderate speeding 5 to 10 mile per hour over improved by 4% and heavy speeding, which is really the dangerous one, 10 to 15 miles per hour improved by 14%. Um, severe speeding, which is over 15 miles an hour over that stayed the same with the 0% change from April. Um, Collision risks. This is not good, but it is eleven percent more than in April. Uh, following two close events, were twenty nine more. Um, distracted driving. Uh, total of five inattentive events was one more. And mobile usage is was improved. Actually, less two per, two. Uh, events less which well, is good a total gotta, of
5: 27 events i gotta jump in there and interrupt you dave and i'm sorry for that because we you kind of skipped over it and I, there's a lot of information here but the collision risks being 11 percent higher in april i mean that's pretty scary right mm-hmm. i mean we're we're our our collision risk is up 11 percent more in may than it was in april yeah that as an owner that's that's a holy shit factor for me and i'm sorry for the language but that That's a holy S factor for me.
2: But I wonder if that has a lot to do with the 29 more following close events, Dave, that well, you're putting that, yourself, right?
5: Exa- that's exactly yeah. what I'm bringing up to. That camera warns you when you're following too close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's telling you for a reason. And we've had it happen <coughs> that the camera is is not in adjustment or, or needs, you know, uh, calibration. Right? But if that camera is telling you that repeatedly, call one of us. We can check that calibration, and then we can verify it. So just that's we had 29 more following too close events in may than we did in april so that's that's a big deal we we need to when that camera is telling you something it's telling you something for a reason so pay attention to that
3: mm-hmm. and i wonder if that's got because we uh have sometimes a near collision event like in the canyon
5: happens a lot in the canyon when you're past a vehicle something like that you know typically two big trucks going past um, i mean we would have to look at the mileage but i would tell you as slow as may has been with the rain Mm -hmm. and i'm guessing here i would tell you we ran more miles in april than we did in may yeah and our events are up in may that's scary right that's a a much greater percentage because our mileage was down yes
3: absolutely yep um We did have one crash, uh, which was the same as April. Uh, I guess we had one also in April. Um, That crash was at Highway 85 northbound at 104th. A car attempted to squeeze in front of Rich, and that was not our fault. Um, We did have five events of no seatbelt use, which to me, there's no excuse for that. I mean, it's the first thing you do before you even put that in drive, is buckle your seatbelt, you know? um traffic signs and signals so this is about you know kendrick's issue with stopping at the stop signs uh his reminder we had 20 total events in may which was three more than in april Um, so that was 19 rolling stops and then a lane departure we had one event of lane departure which might be attributed to um inattentive driving or distracted driving um Then we're going to move on to good news here. This is uh, the 15 Samsara safe drivers for March. The top nine are all 100%. They tied for first place. That's uh, Potter, Coleman O'Mara, Rick Gray, Mike Bortz, John Moore, Herb Turner, Brie Baldridge, Nat Bisignano, Rob White they all scored 100 on the samsara safety score that it is awesome good awesome, job everybody. you guys wow. yeah. thank you
2: very much uh, Can't get better
3: yep second place was another great big tie uh there was actually 18 drivers tied at 99 for their safety score um and he didn't list all of them here yeah just a partial list yep but, yep yeah. and then we had uh, uh third place we had 16 drivers tied at a 98 Which is just outstanding. I don't even know what does it take you, Jam, to lose two points: one rolling stop or
1: I would say
2: speeding in Jam.
1: Well, severe speeding would you know potentially uh, mobile phone usage will hit you pretty Uh, hard.
3: Maybe that's poking your nose. Yeah, (laughs) poking (laughs) your (laughs) nose. Answering
1: your Pop-Tart.
3: Yep, but still, a 98 (laughs) for the whole month is outstanding. It is. It is, yeah. Then we had 107 drivers that scored in the green, and that's plus over 90, I should say. Um, And that was four more, a four-driver improvement over April. And then in the yellow, that's an 80 to 89 score. We had 12 drivers in that category. That is a two-driver improvement over the month of April so that's uh awesome and then in the red we improved again that is 79 equal to 79 or less and we had two drivers less in that category we only had one driver for a total in that so we improved in the red as well that's good outstanding um risk factors of those in the red this month are three events of following too close um a speed moderate five to ten over, and then distracted driving two events. So there you have it. All right,
1: appreciate you going over those, Soup. Thank you, Jr. for putting that together. It is time for the high road hauling. All right, Man, back All to right. back for you, Soup.
3: So uh, I ran across this article completely by chance. Uh, I I liked the story at the beginning of it, so I started reading through the article, and I was like, Hey, this is pretty. This is pretty good. Um, It kind of ties into some of uh, life events that have been happening around uh, JFW over the past few weeks, but I love the story, so we're going to start out with the story. A farmer used an old horse in his fields. One day, the horse escaped into the hills. When his neighbors sympathized with the farmer over his bad luck, he replied, bad luck, good luck, who knows? A week later, the horse returned along with a herd of wild horses. (laughs) What good luck, his neighbor said. And the farmer replied again, good luck, bad luck, who knows. And later, as the farmer's son attempted to tame one of the wild horses, he fell and broke his leg. (laughs) What bad luck, the neighbor said. And the farmer replied again, bad luck, good luck, who knows. Some weeks later, the army marched into their village. They drafted every able-bodied young person. The farmer's son, with his broken leg, was not one of them. Good luck, bad luck, who knows? The farmer's mindset embodies the Buddhist teaching of impermanence. This shall pass. When dealing with the ups and downs of life, it is a mindset that fosters resilience and hope. We witness life's impermanence all around us every day the life and death cycle in nature, the rise and falls of styles and trends, or even the climate change that we hear about all the time. With the ups and downs we all experience, we can realize the concept of impermanence, and this realization and acceptance will help us take things less personally, especially the tragedies, losses, disappointments, and rejections we all endure at different times. Much of the pain we experience in life is inevitable, However, our suffering can be reduced when we cultivate acceptance of impermanence, learning to stop resisting, and appreciate the moment will pass, rather than use avoidance strategies that cling to how we like things to be. Um, This acceptance will reduce your anxiety and fear of change. Yet the reality of impermanence is also crucial for personal transformation, excuse me, healing and creative change it is an awareness of impermanence that can help us appreciate the possibilities offered by the many paths towards personal personal development that lead to a more fulfilled way of life, such as better relationships, career paths, and personal happiness. In the practice of Buddhism, all sentient beings participate. This is really interesting because you'll, you'll get the tie in here. Um, in the practice of Buddhism all sentient things participate in a cycle of living, dying and rebirth called the wheel of samsara. <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> funny? <That's> weird, <laughs> yeah. The purpose of life is to achieve freedom from this cycle by attaining nirvana or enlightenment. Our understanding that everything in life is constantly changing for better or worse Is the first steps towards moving forward without the emotional baggage that we create ourselves so that's a a good little kind of uh, anchoring thought for everybody as their lives change Um, and the quote this week is also from the Dalai Lama who was a a Buddhist uh, preacher in order to carry a positive action we must develop here a positive vision and that's a pretty positive quote. I bet I've used that one before.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, Dave. Nice job, Soup. Imper- but
3: you surprised the hell out of me, Jam, because I said, I, I said that about impermanence. And you said, oh, yeah, I had a Buddhist friend of mine yeah. that would tell you about that. And yep. uh,
1: yeah. 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 Buddhists, they like to fly right in the middle. You know, if something bad's happen. They don't want to bring themselves too down because they know things will change and they'll come back mm-hmm. up. But on the flip side, if something really good happens in your life and, you know, the Buddhist beliefs. You don't know, get too excited. Don't get too excited. <laughs> <laughs> the stormy weather is about to come again. You yeah. Know? It may yeah. not be next week or next month or next year. but
3: I don't know if I'm all into that because you got to appreciate when good things do happen yeah. and celebrate them, right?
1: Absolutely. Yep. My beliefs are a little different, but that's a whole other podcast. All right. Final thoughts, everybody. <laughs>
5: Yeah, I'm going to jump right in on on final thoughts just because of the morning we had this morning and I just got to jump in there and go post trip, post trip, post trip. Hmm. Don't understand what the problem is. I just wrote some words down right quick and you know, like or not like, but half-assed, do your job, be better. Day's not done just because you're in and parked. Do you know how to turn 30 bucks into 300? Go to work. Skill problem versus will problem. I mean, these are all words, conversations, skills that, that we provide, but you still have to apply them. You know what I mean? We are only as good as you want to be. JFW only looks as good as you want to be. And when we have people here that don't want to be that good, it shows. Right. And it, it brings the rest of us down. It makes the rest of us look bad. And I mean, Paco, you can attest to it. Is this a hard job?
6: To wake up.
5: <laughs> <laughs> but the rest is physically no, and mentally it's, it's pretty good. easy, right? I got I mean, fat. <laughs> so so I, easy, I got fat. <laughs> I, but you still have to do things to be good around here, right? Yep. You you have to check your tires at night. You have to bump them with a the hammer. You have to listen for a leak. You you have to check your oil. You have to keep the antifreeze full. You you have to still do things, you know, and, and to be successful. <laughs> we say is easy around here, but you still need to do it. And... to me it's easy right but you know i'm sure if i was new at a job somewhere else and i needed to learn that trade it may be difficult Mm -hmm. but i would hope someone there at that place has given me the skills because i would hope i have the will to do it
1: this job's harder for some people than others
5: it is it is for sure Jim. yeah yeah i guess that's the reason i'm making the point like if i was possibly doing another trade you know and i've i kind of watch other trades i'm interested by other things other than just driving a truck or being around trucks?
1: You do all the trades here. <laughs> <laughs> you've been the plumber. You've been the electrician. You're, you're, you've been you're, get, well, you're, you're doing all the tents. <laughs> so
5: I, I, it, I guess it's just you have to apply yourself, right? Yeah. You have to want to be better. It, you're not going to go anywhere if you're mediocre, you know? and nope. And mediocre at best, to me, just isn't good enough. Nope. You're be- everyone here is better than that. So do the best you can. You know, some people's best is better than others, but at least do the minimum. At least do your post trip. At least check your truck. To me, those are the minimums, yeah. right? That's there's, the minimum you can do.
1: There's no skill. There's a skill of doing a post trip, but there's no skill to actually go and do it. Right. You have to have the skills to do it, but you got to have the will to go do it. There's, yeah, yeah that's definitely the will, not the skill problem. Yeah. So
5: that's it
2: yep my last is just really short here um watched uh sunday morning this weekend here and they had a short piece on uh charlie white and uh his, one of his neighbors did a book on him that's uncle charlie right uncle charlie <laughs> uh, but he lived to be 109 years old and one of the things that uh they asked him uh, the the neighbor across the street that wrote the book about him is you know what's your secret everybody everybody looks at somebody that's old and goes, you know, what's your secret? How'd you live so long? You know, is it five beers a day, two cigarettes, and, Peppers. you know, a slice of cheese or something like that? But <laughs> Charlie's thing was, and it, it falls in line with what Dave's saying and what we say all the time. And, but they, they actually had a recording of him, and I, and I don't know at what age. And he even had this license plate on his Mustang, had this too. But he said, and we talk about it, he, and Dave just talked about it. He said, do the right thing. Okay, that's, that's his motto, if you do the right thing. But he, he ended it with, do the right thing because it is so simple, that's what makes it so good. Yeah, To do the right thing is simple, and it makes it so good, you guys. make makes you stick out. Right, makes you stick out. So. And then his license plate was D-O-R-T-T-H-G. Do the right thing.
1: Isn't that a spike
2: Dark turkey. funny final thoughts.
3: I I like that, Jim. Um, do the right thing. If anything, you feel really good when you do that. Yeah,
2: it's so simple, but it, it just, can be
3: so I mean, good, it's rewarding in yeah. all the all the ways you know that you yeah. can think of. You know,
2: yeah.
6: You go. Well, mine's kind of yeah. Do the right thing. Help out. <laughs> Well, I had a little thing for Jim. I don't know if I was supposed to say it here or in private, but <laughs> oh, I remember when the presidential things were coming out and you guys were saying like, do your research, do your research. I know my wife talked about it where I wasn't with her on the party that she was going for. I don't know if I should name it or not, but... <laughs> Man, Politics like, is getting political. Like, like as, yeah, a, as, a, as a Mexican, they feed us this immigration agenda thing and so it's so so crazy because we believe it but at the end of the day nobody does nothing you know like they don't come through at least the party that i go for now they just don't promise you know the (laughs) other ones promise they don't come through but you guys would say do the research my wife would say do the research and i did the research and I love my new party. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like I'm all for it. I'm always throwing things out. I want somebody to call me out on it. I want to argue about it. I want to prove them wrong. And this is uh for for Jim. Like I've heard you a lot of times on the podcast tell Jam. Like I know you're more religious than I am, you know, but this this and that and you said it several times and I've been wanting to come up and just let tell you like like he's not more religious than nobody. Like we all are the same, but I'm going to ask you something like do your research. <laughs> hey, it's and, and everybody can, but I've heard him say that like, do your research. It's good. Like Amen. it really is good. Amen. And it's not going to be a religion. You'll start building a relationship to what you're believing in. You know, it's, it's not no religion, no cult, nothing. It's a religion, uh relationship with, What you're going to start believing and just seriously do your research. I did. I love it. (laughs) I love my party. I'm going to vote. For who I didn't want to vote last time, <laughs> so now I'm shooting at you or, or bringing you up or whatever was, you want to say. Right? Do your research, right, man?
1: I thought you were going to ask him for ten grand. This is even better, much better.
6: But, I mean, I, I, I'm,
2: I'm trying to save him. The, the, the thing is, it's easy to write that check. It's hard to believe, right? Well, right? Yeah. yeah. But, but
6: do, if, when you do your research, I, I used to be like, "How are these guys believing in this guy and Trump? Like, man, that guy's such an asshole." And this. Man, once I did my research, I was like, man, I was so wrong.
2: Well, the, the two things, Paco, right quick, is he's still kind of an asshole. I mean, I, it, his, his whole persona. But what he was doing was good because he ran the country like a business. Yep. You know, that, that's, that's the basis of that. And, and as far as, as being religious, and, and Jam and me have, have had conversations about it, is I have done the research. I've probably not done enough research. But from my point of view is I find it so hard to blindly believe Paco and that's all on me you know and maybe I haven't done enough research yeah and and so that would you know and I'm not defending myself I'm just trying to give you an answer that yes you're you're probably absolutely right I could do some more research thank yeah. you yeah because I because I, I did <laughs> yeah, <James. laughs> that's good and everybody can change yeah. and a lot of times just like we do the right thing and it's so simple so thank you and, and thank you for being involved in your community i mean 100%. great great job 100 percent. yeah
5: i kind of want to kind of close up with that and i didn't know how to bring it in earlier but you've kind of touched upon it about the community and one of the things that you said that hit home for me paco is the neighborhood you grew up in and you weren't taught any of the work ethics and the things like that and you made some bad choices and you went to prison and you were taught some of these skills while in prison, right? And, you know, now you're touching upon what was going through my brain when you were explaining all that is we're back. That no matter what, it comes back around to politics and taxes and the things we pay as a as just a good American or, or a taxpaying citizen. I would much rather help teach a trade to a young person and keep them from going to prison and now we're paying for you in prison now we're paying for a program to be created while in prison you know which is great to rehabilitate while in there right at least they have a captive audience yeah no pun intended but, (laughs) but you know what i mean what a what a much more efficient or better way to do it and bypass all of that cost to the taxpayers of prison right and we just took a person, and, and it's almost twofold because you made them successful right out of the gate, rather than making a mistake, going to the wrong side, having to be they're upside down then, and we need to get them right side up in the whole financial game, the world, and they're they're starting over at you know at twenty five or thirty when they could have started just at the beginning at Coleman, when, <laughs> yeah, when they were seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, right? Yep. So I mean, for me. When you look at it politically, when you look at it tax-wise, when you look at all of those costs, you know. And I'm not trying to put a number to it. I'm just trying to say what a better way to do it your way, which is the right way, versus the wrong way. Yet I'm thankful there was help for the wrong way, right? Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. Either would Ray. I mean,
2: all all of that. Totally. At least we did something.
6: Right. You know. Let's do something again (laughs) the right way. There you go. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely.
1: All right, everybody, don't forget to like and subscribe to the Channel 23 podcast. Hit that follow button. Also, don't forget to go back and listen to Episode 72 and help find Amber's mom. Don't
4: take
1: it. Let's go ahead and say the creed. Together, Together we we face face and overcome overcome all that
3: stands before us. Together, Together we are accident-free. Together, we
5: joyfully create honest values for those we serve. Together, we celebrate our differences and and respect those with whom we work Together we are accountable for our words and our actions. Together we are the JFW family. Woo! Have a great week, everybody.
2: Thanks, everybody.
0: I see those big bright shiny red trucks, just a trucking down the road. Those big bright shiny red trucks, just a looking for another load. Well, it's a family tradition. Any Rocky Mountain day, our fathers before us showed us the way. We worked for asphalt cowboys and concrete kings, but that's never been a problem because we got diesel in our veins. We've got diesel in our veins. those big bright shiny red trucks are just a down the road those big bright shiny red trucks just looking for another load i hear there's a couple million tons to move i see them everywhere so you best get out their way and watch that sand and gravel disappear There's another run to make, we gotta get it there on time And we got what it takes to lay it all out on the line We'll lay it all out on the line I see those big bright shiny red trucks just a-truckin' down the road those big bright shiny red trucks just looking for another load oh. Those big bright shiny red trucks got the best drivers in town. They got all the tools they need to keep that hammer down when they hit them scales they won't need to dodge them, won't need to duck them They just keep that hammer down. And they keep that truck truckin' Keep that hammer down And keep that truck truckin' I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks Just a-truckin' down the road Those big, bright, shiny red trucks Just a-lookin' for another load They just keep them doors a-closed Keep them butts in their seats Cause those customers are calling And those red trucks can't be beat They've gotta put the hammer down And pick up another load Get it off the ground Keep them eyes open and on the road Keep them eyes open on big bright shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road those big bright shiny red trucks just looking for another load. breaker breaker 23 anybody got a copy on that channel 23
4: podcast welcome and thanks for listening